faithful man who finds loyalty is so important to fight those who sprawl the church deal with all forms of disloyalty don't allow those who are ignorant to lead many people astray discontented always murmuring ignorant people are dangerous disloyalty disloyalty deal with disloyalty deal with all forms of disloyalty fight it fight it fight disloyalty crush all the enemies of the church Judas, a 
pretender in the midst of the brethren see you think that he is with you you will never know what's on his mind see he's planning and plotting always having secret meetings stop Judas from pretending that he is loyal when he's actually disloyal. A faithful man, a faithful man who don't mind. Loyalty is important to fight all those who support the church. Oh, 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 disloyalty. Disloyalty, do it, disloyalty, do it all from some disloyalty, come on and fight it, fight it, fight disloyalty, crush all the enemies of the church, Fight it, fight it, fight this loyalty. 
with your clap. Oh, please give him volume for me. Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord another powerful clap. Oh, are we believers? Believers, we clap. Aha. Hallelujah. And this morning, I'm very glad. I'm very happy. I'm very excited. I don't know which other word to use. Amen. That the day that the day that we have been waiting for has finally, finally come. Amen. And I want you to turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, you are about to be blessed. It is not a mistake that you are here. Amen. And this morning, you will live here with a testimony. It is four days of impartation. And I want to read a scripture to you before the preacher comes. It says that Isaiah chapter 48 verse 17. It says, Thus says the Lord your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord thy God which teacheth thee to profit. Amen. Oh, this, that's why I'm saying that this morning you are going to live here blessed. If you are going to profit, then your life is going to change. Amen. Amen. And this morning, we have an anointed man of God in the house. Oh, I thought you'd be clapping. Hey. Amen. This anointed man happens to be my favorite preacher. 
My favorite preacher. Hallelujah. Amen. And I've I've not tired of listening to his voice. I've been listening to his words for the past 24 years. I think this year is, we are getting 25 years. Hallelujah. Oh, if you are clapping, clap well. Hey. Amen. And this morning, a word that will bring transformation into your life awaits you as he ministers to you. If you agree with me and you are excited like I am, let's all rise up on our feet and receive our pastor and the preacher for this morning session, Archbishop Patrick Bruce, will be a blessing to us. Wow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, put your hands together. Oh, we are, you can clap more than this. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm happy to welcome you to our conference for this year. Leaders, Leaders and Loyalty Conference. And um, I'm glad you came. Because the purpose for this concrete conference will be, will be accomplished. It will be accomplished. And by the end of this conference, your churches will change. Even you will change. And somebody who was borderline, somebody who was borderline, he will cross over to a better side. Put your hands together this you want to welcome your neighbor. You see, everybody who is here this morning, we have something in common. We want to grow our churches and to do it properly. So, with that in mind, tell your neighbor we are the same. We have, we have the same mind. And so we are going to work together to build our churches properly, legally, and greatly in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us pray. Father, thank you so much for this opportunity we have to gather here in your presence. Lord, it's not a coincidence, it's not a chance event, but something you have put together that we should meet here in your presence. My prayer is no word will fall to the ground. My prayer is nothing will pass over us, but rather what you have purposed and and intended will come to pass. And let it be our testimony that by the end of these days, we will live here rejoicing. Thank you so, so, so very much in Jesus' name. And all the saints said, Amen. Amen. Put your hands together and you may be seated. I need to let you know something. That this is called Leaders and Loyalty Conference. 
but actually it is a church growth conference yeah. and and the aim of these meetings is to help you grow your church both in numbers and and, and financially how many don't like more money in your church you don't like how many like you like to have more money and more members that will be your testimony at the end of these days amen amen and it is because as we build our churches you find that the church is growing and finishing at the same time how many, how many have seen that? That the church is growing and is finishing at the same time. You know, there are two ways to measure your church by attendance. How many who are there present in a meeting? And by membership. How many say they belong to you? If you are observant, you notice something. Your membership is increasing. But your attendance is the same. Have you noticed that thing? Your membership and your attendance those who are there physically on a Sunday is the same that is why from January last year to now you are still 100 500 people have passed through your church you see tell your neighbor it's not that you are not anointed it's not that you're not anointed. Oh, I suspect you are anointed. I think you are very anointed. Like by now, you have stopped and gone home. But your church is not growing. Because something or somebody is fighting you from within. If you say Bibi, and I say Obibi, it's like you are filling a bucket with a hole inside. You fill, but the bucket will never be full. Because someone is fighting the filling of the bucket. And this conference, we have only one aim. To fight this loyalty. And oh, they say, I thought you would clap. This song that you heard this morning, that's our theme for the conference. We are fighting this loyalty. I didn't hear amen. Amen. We are fighting this loyalty. We have come to deal with it. And if you can do it successfully, your church will grow in numbers and in power. Put your hands together. Bishop Fabian, we're happy to have you here. God bless you, Bishop Hodge.
So for the next over the next four days. Um, we are we are dealing with this subject. And it is very easy for me. Because of where I come from. And and who my father is. Because my father is the master of loyalty. I thought you My father is the one who has clearly articulated the the subject of loyalty and disloyalty. Over 30 years. He has been teaching on this subject. He wrote, he wrote one book, Loyalty and Disloyalty. It was a revelation. It's a world beater. And, and you see, we thought that that was the message. But over the years, he has written 10 more books. 10, 10 more books about loyalty. He has taken some little topics and expanded it to make it so clear that anybody who wants to grow his church will be able to do so. And even this conference, the title of this conference is a book he wrote. And I'm here this morning by his permission. And so, this morning, before we go any further, it is important to recognize the architect, the father, the Mm. builder, Mm. the man behind Mm. everything, Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills. It's important. It's important. Oh, your clapping is, yes. Yes. Hallelujah. I, I will tell you something. There are few men like him. Yeah. And then those of you who don't know him, over these days, as you hear his words, and as we tell you a little about him, you have a better idea. Yeah. As for anointed he is. But this morning, it is his teaching ministry. It is his power to say things so clearly you understand. And for me, it is his power to even say what I am thinking. Sometimes I am still thinking to understand, to ask a question. And while I'm thinking, he will answer the question. It, it must be God. It must be God. Okay, and this morning we salute the bishop. Bishop, God bless you. 
Thank you for a ministry you have given us. I was a pharmacist. Selling paracetamol. Until I met him. Then he said, you can work for God. You can do something small for God. And I said, I will. Here am I. And today, look at us. What a blessing. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. God bless you. And you may be seated. All that we'll be sharing over the next days. They are from the books by our prophets. All that is here. And um, I'm sure as we go on, we'll give you an opportunity to understand better what these things are. And uh, my, my attempt will be to begin to explain what is in the books. It's, it's not possible to explain. You must read the books yourself and listen to the messages, the pastor's voice himself. But in the book of Revelations, some books are sealed. I remember in secondary school, I was doing physics. I read physics. It was sealed to my head. I couldn't understand the physics I was reading. Amazing. When I finished school, then I understood it. Wave motion and uh, quantum mechanics. I understood after school. Wave motion, quantum mechanics. Real school. Nobody's asking me the question again. <laughs> These books, sometimes people read them and, and can't get the full blessing. So, we will try to open them up to you. And, and when you get a taste of the materials in the book, that will drive you to go back to the book again and again. And I can tell you something. All the answers to your questions are in the books. Any question you have about growing your church with, with, with regards to fighting from fighting those who are fighting you, the answers are in the book. Hallelujah. Amen. And today we are starting with what I think is maybe one of the finest books he has written. And um, because many don't believe fully that this is necessary. Many have heard about loyalty. Few have studied it. And few have practiced it. And so tap your neighbor. That is why your church is the way it is. That is the reason why your church has not broken through 
according to the anointing on your life. Listen, we are in church. So we don't lie here. Here, here there, we speak the truth. Tell your neighbor, you are more anointed than your church is showing. You don't think so. Those I have met, I'm convinced that that is the case. But something is keeping your church from growing. Amen. Amen. And that is why we are here. And today I'm starting with this fantastic book. One of you is the devil. <laughs> One of you. One of you is the devil. Let me explain. When I say one of you, somebody here or in your church is the one I'm talking about. When I say one of you, I don't mean China. China or, or, or Turkey. Turkey, they have their own trouble. Not Turkey, but China, not Ukraine, they have their own trouble. But maybe not America. And yet America, and yet China, and not, Turkey, not, 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 not uh, uh, Holland or Belgium. And uh, any Belgium, and I say Holland, I say Kumasi here. Kumasi here. Your very church. Yes. I'm talking about you, your colleagues, your assistants, your helpers, your choristers, your ashes, one of you. Even your wife. Bit me cry. And what I'm saying, that, that one person, that one person that I'm talking about, that is close to you, is the devil. Is the devil. And, and these are not my words. John chapter 6. I want you to be clear from the beginning that this is not something we are putting together to make you happy you came. This is Jesus talking to his disciples. In a proper Bible, it is in red. Showing you that these are a direct quotation of the Lord. And he said, have not I chosen you? And one of you, you twelve. I'm talking to the twelve. Are you here this morning? I'm not talking to the 500 or the 120. I'm talking to the 12. One of you is a devil. Amen. Amen. And this is John chapter 6. Hey, it's not, it's not at the end. It's at the beginning. You, you see, I want us to know one thing. Jesus knew Satan. He was there at the beginning. Genesis 1, in the beginning God created. 
But John 1 explains further. In the beginning was the word. And the word was God. And the word was God. The same was there with God. And, and it says all things were made by him. And so Jesus was there when Lucifer was made. And so he knows him. I was there when my son was born. And so when he was born, he was given to me. And so that firstborn child, he has been very close to me all his life. In our country, very few men are allowed to enter the labor ward. Some, if they go, they may collapse, but, <laughs> but, but at least it is, it is also um, a privilege to be there to see your son being born. Yeah. Jesus was there when Satan was created. And he has seen him throughout all the eternity before the earth was made. That's why he knows him. How many of you have, have, have had a phone call from a friend? When you called, hello, then you know at once who is talking. Can I, yeah. He didn't even say anything. Just hello. Oh, see how are you? You know me from just one word, hello? You know me from only one word, hello? Yes. Because I know you very well. It's a stranger whose voice you don't know. So, so Jesus knew Satan from long ago. So when they gathered together and they were there, they're in leaven. They, they, they couldn't, you see, they couldn't tell any difference. But Satan, Jesus could tell one of you is, is, is Satan. He could have said from the beginning, is you, Judas. But he didn't. He was always giving Judas a chance to change his ways. Yeah, he could have said it. But he, he quickly said that one of you is a devil. And so this morning, I want us to know that that same principle applies to us. That one of you, I'm speaking for you. (laughs) I'm speaking for you. Because we are trying to save our churches. And you are the one speaking now these words. Talking to your people. One of you is a devil. Hallelujah. Amen. Is a devil. Um, Satan, Satan came to cause separation. And destruction. And that is the effect 
of that one person in your church. Separation and destruction. That, that is what is happening in your church. Are you listening to me? Um, we, we all know of the works of Satan. That he's he came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But this morning, I want to draw a distinction. This morning, I want to draw a distinction. And it's a very important distinction that you must have. Because when we say that one of you is a devil, we, we think of different things. So, this is, what, this is the distinction I'm trying to bring out this morning. Number one, what Satan does to a person. What he does to you. When a, when a devil enters your life, what he will do to you, so, he will spoil your life. So we have the madman of Gadara whose life was spoiled. We, we have the prodigal son who was driven away from his house. His house. So we have what Satan will do to a person. And we have what he will do through a person. What he will have on others by working through one person. That person may not show the effects of the devil in him. He will not be behaving like Gadara was behaving. Because in his case, Satan is not working on him, but working through him. To affect the people around. How we get a difference? How we get a difference? Satan working on you, and Satan working through you, and and that is where it was important that one of you is a devil. Satan is working through him to affect. The church. Hallelujah. Amen. And and that is where it is like that person now becomes the devil. That person becomes the devil. Hallelujah. Amen. I hope you are listening. You see, you see, sometimes some of us, you can't believe that there's a devil around you. You are blaming Akufuado and you are blaming Ufriata for your financial problems. In your case, is a local problem. The devil is in your camp. Hallelujah. It's not that Ghana is poor. 
Look around all the construction going around. Tell somebody there's money in the country. It's your church. <laughs> Amen. Amen. It's your church. And, and if that devil was thrown out of your church, suddenly you become very, very capable of doing everything that God has given you to do. Why should God give you an assignment you can't do? Why should God give you a task that you can't afford to carry out? What kind of father will send a son to town and not give him glory fair? Go and buy me things from town and I won't give you money. No, 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 no. God has given you everything you need. Everything you need to accomplish the vision he has given you. But is the devil around you. That is undermining all your good work. And that is why sometimes you wonder, am I anointed? How many have been there before? Am I anointed? Am I anointed? Ah, if you were not, you would have stopped by now. That you are still here is great evidence that you are anointed. You are anointed. Hallelujah. Amen. But it is the devil around you that is fighting you and making you look useless. Making you look unanointed. Making your church not grow. Your church will grow plus one, minus one, plus one, minus one, plus one, minus one. After one year, how far have you come? In the same place. Don't blame the Kumasi devils and the Kumasi gods. Don't blame your area uh, principalities and some churches in your area are doing well. Don't, don't say Ghana is hard. Church doesn't work in Ghana. Is the devil that is yeah. around one of you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. There, you see, somebody will ask, can a person be a devil? Are there human devils? So, let's look at it. Are there human, when, when I say one of you is a devil, am I just paraphrasing or I'm just trying to use some harsh words to describe somebody. In the Bible, there are several occasions where the Bible clearly refers to somebody as a devil. It's, it's not that it's not that we in our you are at home with your wife and it's a little girl who are just broken your flower pots, broken your vase, 
they shout, hey, we are baby. I don't know. It's not like that. You shout in anger. You are a witch or which? What is this? It's no, 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 no. It's not anger. I mean, I've heard some before. When somebody has just broken something, then you shout, hey, "Foolish girl, you are a witch!" Pa. Who has heard some? Who has heard some before? Yeah, that's not. That's not what we are dealing with here. Matthew chapter 16. When Jesus told them he was going to the cross. That cross was our salvation. And then Peter rose up. And took him aside. Verse 22. And began to rebuke him. And he said, God forbid, this shall never happen to you. This is God's specific plan for our salvation. This is why Jesus came. And then Peter rose up. No, it will happen. Jesus got a phone call. Then he heard, hello. I know who's speaking. I know who's speaking. Then he said, get behind me, Satan. Those, those few words that Peter spoke, Jesus said, I hear a certain voice clearly. A certain man has taken control over this vessel. And he said, you, just now, I've seen you. One day I was in my room. I was sitting down quietly in my bedroom reading. Then I saw something. A mouse passed. A mouse. Passed my bed. I said, hey! I have seen you. I have seen you. You are here. He didn't stay. He just passed. Then he was gone to the corner. He was gone. It was enough. When Peter spoke those words, he said, ah! I have seen you, Satan. This is Satan talking. It's not, it's, it's, it is enough. And, and let me tell you something. Jesus, Jesus never said things he didn't have to say. Hallelujah. Amen. And so he said, Peter, this one there, clear Satan has manifested. So, number one, Peter was a clear manifestation of Satan right before our eyes. Number two is Judas. Judas. Judas, Judas you see, Judas has, has, has spoiled a very nice thing. The name Lucifer. Lucifer. It's a very beautiful name. Morning Star. 
Son of the morning. Beautiful name. And the name Judas. Beautiful name. Praise. Giving glory to God. By his behavior, he has poured those two names. Right now, to call your son Judas, hey! Judas <laughs> You can't use the name again. I, I can't call you praise. It means frau I can't say you are the, my bright my you see my your firstborn is always your superstar. Your firstborn is always somebody special to you. Now you can't call your firstborn my bright and morning star. But look at this. Judah um, John 13. My screen has gone off. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All the fightings of the enemy will not fight us. At all. John 13, verse 21. When Jesus had that said, he was troubled in spirits. And said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, that one of you shall betray me. I want you to understand further what Jesus was trying to refer to when he said, One of you is a devil. Because they asked him, Lord, who is it? And, and he said, He it is to whom I shall give a sop. And he gave it to Judas. And they all saw him give it to Judas. But they couldn't believe it. Many, many of us are in that situation. After this conference, when you go back to your, your, your church, don't doubt my words. Don't take my words lightly. In the song, it says, those who treat this message lightly will live to regret it. And he gave this to, and after the sob, Satan entered into him. And that's why up to today, Judas is sports. The name is sports. Yeah, the name is sports. I mean, even when they start calling you Judah, cry, I'm not sure that I, I, I like the Judah. It's too close to Judas, if I mistake. Andrew, Andrews, you know, we like adding S to names. Yeah. You don't want any mistake at all. Judah, they, by mistake, you add the S and then. It, no, 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 no. But Jesus said clearly, one of you is a devil. I want you to be very clear as you are here and as you go from here that fights. I'll give you the signs. That's why we are here. I'll give you the science. When you go back to your church and you see these signs, don't joke with them. Don't say, oh, it's nothing. If, you know, in John, if, if the disciples were awake 
from John chapter 6 to they should have done investigation and found Judas. From John 6 ah, to John 22, they, 20, okay, 20, they could have done some investigation and found out who of us is the Judas. But they didn't believe it. As they, but they didn't believe it. Don't be like them. I didn't hear amen. Amen. I didn't hear amen. Amen. Don't be like them. Don't take it lightly. Don't say that, oh, you know, we are all uh, brother men and we are friends and we are we are colleagues. No, 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 no. no, no. That is my brother, and that is my brother has killed brother before. Hey. I said, tomorrow I'll go to that one to Dangerous Sons. Dangerous Sons. Brother has killed brother before. And so don't say, oh, this is somebody I grew up with. I've known him for many years. He's my bosom friend. What did David say? My own familiar friend. My, my own familiar friend and, and that is why this disloyalty it works so often because many of us can't believe that you pa you do me this but they are doing it all the time and, and it's happening to you some churches they break every two years. Every two years, people leave you and go. What again do you want us to say to you? That you stop this breaking of your church. Start growing your church. What, what again can we can we point out to you? That plug this hole. Stop this leaking of members. And grow your church. Your church will be bigger than what it is now. I didn't hear an amen. Amen. Tap your neighbor. Are you happy with your church? Tap your neighbor. Ask him. Are you happy with your church? Do you think that this is the church God gave you? No, no, please check your neighbor. Hold his shirt because sometimes. So, Natalia, you know, do you think this is the church God gave you? When God called you, is this the vision He had for you? A church like this of 80 people, 70 people, 100 people. What's wrong with you? Look in the Bible. In the Bible, the churches. It began by 3,000. They went to 5,000. Then thousands. Why are you doing hundreds? Why are you doing hundreds? Because you are allowing Satan to keep working in your church. Build and collapse. Build and collapse. Build and collapse. But thank God for this conference. I said, thank God for this conference. It's ending. I said it's ending. Amen. Amen. Hey, oh, sit down, sit down. It's a conference, not a convention. It's a conference. No, no, no. Convention will come next time. 
Look, you don't believe me. The third person that are called devils in the Bible. First Timothy. First Timothy. Those who don't believe that your familiar friend can be uh, 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 this thing. First Timothy chapter 3. It begins by talking about those who want to be bishops. Tell somebody there's nothing wrong with wanting to be a bishop. Why not? I want to be a doctor. Why not? I want to be a lawyer. Who say, go ahead, be a lawyer. I will never tell somebody, I want to be a doctor. I will say, no, be a nurse. I, I will not say that. So, I would rather do the opposite. You want to be a nurse? No, be a doctor. And, and so we want to be you want to be a bishop? Tell somebody why not. But be a proper doctor. Don't be a quack. Be a proper bishop. Don't appoint yourself bishop. Let it be a proper consecration. I didn't hear amen again. Amen. So, one, you should be a bishop, it's okay. Verse 8. Likewise, the deacons. You can also be a deacon. Likewise, the deacons. Yeah, you can also be a deacon. And he gives the conditions for being a deacon. Not double tongue. I just say not a liar. I will come to lies somewhere down the road. Yeah. You don't know how bad a lie is. Hallelujah. Amen. Tell somebody, you see, well, we'll come to it later. But a liar, a liar should not be entertained around you. Many of us, because we too, we lie small, small. <laughs> So when someone lies to you, you accept it. But you are just a weak Christian with a small lying spirit. That person is a devil who is a liar and a murderer. And you are equating the two. So a deacon should not be double-tongued, should not be a liar. Verse 11. Even so, the wives, even so, their wives, they must be grave, serious, and not slanderous. In many good Bibles these days, when you look at the word slanderous, you can see the original word there. 
mpo eye eye tresema eye abefude se ohwema obehu sene nse kubwa kasa asetre in this scripture the word slanderer the original word is diabolos nese sa eye sene eye tremu asese obi a obo nse kru no se ohwemu pa de asetre nse obi oye Diabolos. Diabolos. That is the same word for devil. Diabolos. Diabolos. And and so uh, what Paul is saying that pastors' wives don't be a devil. And and you see, you, you wonder why did they change the scripture like that? Look, as I'm here, and my wife is here, can I say wives are devils? As I'm here, and so my wife is here, can I easily say pastor's wives are devils? And she's looking at me. I'm going home with her. No, 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 no. no. I will change it. I'll say, oh, they are not nice. That's all. I will change it. And now, what I down small. And that's what happened probably in the Bible this time. I'm reading from the book. Most of the translators were probably pastors. And would be hesitant to write such things. They were scared to apply the word devil to pastors' wives. But let me tell you something. It's a, it is a secret. I told you when we come here, we are speaking the truth. It's a secret. Many pastors have terrible marriages. They they won't say it. They will be smiling around. They will be just happy in church. Many pastors, their wives are terrible. Either they are fighting them fiercely in their house. No, I mean, you see, this is not our topic for today. One one of the books that our father wrote is is, is, is the beast. It's the other one. The beast. Yeah. See, that that subject, because I'm not the one to say it. My, my wife has a conference on that one. So, Penitrema, ASR, the beast, the beauty, the beauty, and the, it should be in this one, and the pastor. And the pastor. Yeah, there is it. The beauty, the beast, and the pastor. The pastor is one. But the wives are two. One is a beauty, one is a beast. When you get a beauty, a beauty wife, you are blessed. When you get a beast wife, you, you have the opposition party in your bedroom. <laughs> if you have the two, it's worse. Yeah, it's, 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 you have. And nobody, you see, nobody can believe what you are going through. 
That's why some pastors don't pray at home. There's no peace in the house. As you are praying, they ask you, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Foolish man like you, what are you saying? Oh, it's not true. It's true. Oh, it's not true. It's true. Some wives tell their husbands, no one can say what I'm saying. Because in the church they all fear you. They think you are a man of God. Look at you. A ordinary man here. A man looking for sex. Look at you. A man looking for sex. Will a man of God look for sex? Will a man of God come and ask a wife for sex? All, all these things are. Do, uh, they, are, they are breaking down pastors. And when you don't have sex in your home, what will happen to you? As for the sex, you will have it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You, 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 that hunger, you will satisfy it. Somewhere. Oh, baby. Chorister, or a church member, <laughs> or your assistant wife, and I say, hey, somebody, somebody, and 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 I remember some years ago, many many years ago, the Archbishop, Duncan Williams, he did an altar call, so preaching for women who have come to the church here and want to sleep with their pastor. You will say nobody will come. Which mad girl will go and show herself like this? I think four people came forward. Yeah. Four ladies came forward. And so in that church, there were four who came forward with the agenda to sleep with the with the pastor. Tap your neighbor. What about your church? What about your church? If your wife doesn't satisfy you, you go out somewhere. Amen. 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 And and so in, in that one, she can be a devil leading to the collapse of your church. One wife told her husband, If you go, you are the one who suffer, not me. Yeah, if you go out, you are the one who will be disgraced, not me. But that hunger can also drive you out that you will go. Hallelujah. Amen. So pastors' wives. And, and, and you see, suffering in silence doesn't end. One of the books our father wrote is called those who accuse that we will also come to this conference accusations don't end until you do something wrong when they accuse you or, or when they start accusing you it will not end it will just be continuing and continuing and continuing in different forms and different shapes until finally you do something wrong then 
it has worked. That is why the casting down of the accuser brings strength. Yeah. But that is what I think Friday we will do that wow. book, those who are accused. I don't know which, you see, some of you have come, I'm coming today, they won't come tomorrow, then I'll come Thursday and Friday. It's a mistake. It's a mistake. Because we are covering all the 11 books over these days. And I, and I don't know, and I don't know which book you will want to uh, uh, set aside. And so, we are, we are having to, you know, because of time, we are having to reschedule the, the meetings, but we are going to continue and do all of them. Amen. Amen. And the fourth person that the um, Bible says can be devils, can materialize as devils, Titus chapter 2. Titus. Titus chapter 2. Titus and Atitu. Listen to this. Verse 2. Okay. Verse, verse 1. Start from verse 1. But speak thou the things which become sound doctrine. That the aged men be sober. Many old men drink. <laughs> no, no, many many old men drink. And that is why the instruction is be sober. Yeah. And when you you see. So young men also drink, it's true. But you find that many, as they grow older, they have nothing to do. They are relaxed, finished their assignment, little money, and they drink. Then it says, and the aged woman likewise. That they be in behavior as become holiness. Not false accusers. That word false accusers is the same word diabolos. That old woman, grown up woman. Well, you see, when we say old, don't think of grandmothers. I mean, we, we start. We start growing old very, very early these days. And so, those who are old, um, I read somewhere that a child of four will smile 400 times in one day. So, and a grown up will smile four times. <laughs> In one day, a grown up four times, and so children are happy, they are just happy. Recently, I saw, I saw my, my granddaughter, she would just smile then stop, then smile then stop, then smile in two minutes, she has smiled ten times. So, Penichimo, no one in Anna, I want to fulfill this morning. As we are sitting here, as the meeting continues, spy your neighbor's face. 
and see if they are smiling. Spy your neighbor's face. You will see they cack wicked face. <laughs> and, and, and part of my aim is that you, sh- you cannot be having a wicked face in my church. You must smile. Then smile to him and say, I'm smiling what? Of the four, I'm smiling what? <laughs> Hallelujah. But, but it says that um, aged women can become like devils. What happens? As they grow, sometimes they lose their joy of life. Many young ladies have a dream. By 25, I'm married. By 29, I've born my first child. By 35, I've finished burning. And by 40, my husband has bought a house and we are okay. But, but many, many times, these dreams don't come to pass. And you see, the men just move on and do other foolish things and just go their way. And the ladies are left abandoned, kind of like abandoned. The man who you married, who we thought would give you a nice, secure home, has failed totally. But he has moved on and is flowing in town with other friends, drinking beer, drinking pito, drinking, I mean, here, as if he doesn't care at all. And you are left at home. So, what, what happens is, bitterness sets in. And many women are no longer happy. And they become critics. And and they can see everything wrong. They can see everything wrong. And their power to encourage is gone. And it's far easier to say it won't work than it will work. And these, when they are around about you, they will have the power to discourage you, to to disorient you, to make you not do what God has asked you to do. That's why it's so easy in our culture to call all ladies, call them witches. It's so easy because they are not smiling, they are always quarreling, insulting, they're not encouraging. And they are quick to say something negative. Because their hearts are full of negativity. And so and so we can easily call them witches or wizards. And Paul warns them, ladies, do not be devils. That's why some, some can tell their children, you will be a house girl. I mean, rather than saying you'll be a doctor or something, in your anger, you are just cursing your own child. Hallelujah. Amen. And and that is that is one of the things that makes them 
so negative. And, and such a person around you, you see, when you are building a church, I, I've done a church from ground zero before. There, there will be a time when you wonder, will it work? Amen. 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 Oh, I didn't hear a good amen. Amen. There, there will be an occasion. You are asking yourself, who, who me crowd? Why, why, why did I come? Tom I shall stay doing my pharmacy. When you are calling your members and nobody comes, then you ask yourself, ah, but who sent me? What is this? When you are battling against financial bills, who gave me this problem? Are you listening to me? Yeah, so there will be a time when you are wondering, what am I doing here? You don't need somebody to ask you the question too. What are you doing here? You want someone who will say it will work. It will work. It will work. Don't worry. Don't worry. One day you break through. That thing called 100. One day you'll be there. 200. 200. One day you'll be there. 500. 500. You are crossing it. Then one day. One day. One day. You are the special one. You will see 1,000 people. You will see 1,000 people under your umbrella. Under your canopy. 1,000 are gathered because of you. Put your hands together. 1,000. Amen. Amen. But until then, we have to pass the stage of having 20 and 50 and 70. We must pass that stage. And the truth is, many of our churches, we should have passed that stage. Yes. You should have passed that stage. Many of us, you are just going around in like a merry-go-round. 70, 75, 79, 65, 69, 70. They are back again. Is it familiar? Sometimes after you've done a great program, then you see we are the same. We are the same. Do you know the most painful thing? What I see very painful sometimes in my church. You have a service. You see your normal, I mean like if you are 100, you see about 100 have come again. Then you ask, how many are here for the first time? 20 hands. They say, ah, 20 are here for the first time. And we are still 100. Where are my members? Am I the only one who has that sometimes? I'm the only one. You are surprised. Ah, but this is my normal congregation. This is this is the normal size I get every Sunday. Then I see 20 are here for the first time. If they had come with my other members, I'll be 120. But a devil, a devil is working inside your church. Believe me this morning. 
Jimidi and Ne Anopay. No, I, you see, believe me this morning, Ed Jimidi Anopay. Some, you see, you see, we have come to say, oh, Namipe, uh, uh, the will of God. So this is my portion. Did God call you to a small church? Then, then why do you say it's the will of God? Did God say that you will have a church, you won't pass 100? Did you hear that message? In the Bible, 3,000 came on the first day. We will begin from 20. But you must grow. But you must grow. Amen. Amen. Jesus began from three, went to twelve, went to hundred. Then the church kept growing. Because he knew his Judas. And he dealt with it. Until you deal with the devil around you. You'll be going around in circles. Amen. Amen. Until you plug that leak of members leaving you, you will come back and find yourself that we are the same. And you find that the churches you are planting or you are pastoring, you had the same attendance. For about two years. Or it's not the case. Or it's not the case. case. You've had the same two or three years. And it's because one of you, one of those around you is the devil. This this morning want to see how to recognize that person. Mm. How, how to recognize that person hallelujah amen how to recognize that person the way you recognize somebody is by comparing with what you know already and so as we have knowledge. We now compare what we see in our churches with the facts I'm going to give you. And when you will find somebody who meets this criteria, don't be deceived and say, oh, I've known him for many years. Oh, it's, it's not him. No, no, don't be deceived. Don't try to prove the book wrong. Rather, let the book be correct. Rather, believe, and, and this book, it is based on Bible, it is scriptures all through. Rather, believe what the book says. See the points here and apply it to your church. And and if somebody fits, who the cap fits? Let him wear it. Let him wear it. Hallelujah. Amen. So we will see how many we can do today. We'll take a break, but we'll see how many we can do before we take that break and continue. But the sins of a devil. 
And, and you must get this book. Because um, I'm on chapter 6 already. And I've skipped all the earlier chapters because of time. And there's, there's no way that I can finish this book. My, my, my father's books are not finishable. They, 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 are, they, they keep on feeding you information forever. That's why you must determine to get a copy of this book. And you can see we have packages of libraries up here. This this is um, 50 books packed here and 50 books packed there. If a normal book is about 20 cities, I'm, sh- I'm sure you went to a good school. You can do multiplication. Yes. A normal book of 20 cities, 25 cities for no, a good book. Or, or it's not true? It's true. 20 cities, 25 cities for a good normal book. Please, my neighbor, calculate for me how much is it. Yes, 20, That's 25 so just do the calculation and then at the end of this session, um, I'll make you an offer. Wow. Is it a good idea? Is it a good idea? It is a yes. good idea. We'll make an offer at the end of this session. Hallelujah. Amen. But the sins of a devil, sin number one, conflicts with authority. Mm. One of you is the devil. How can you know when someone is a devil? When someone is a devil, he behaves exactly like the devil. And rises against authority just as the devil did. And so Lucifer was in heaven and he had conflict with God. And you see, we must know that for a fact, God has a perfect leadership. God, God, God is not a human leader in whom there is fault. You know, God is not somebody who you can blame or ascribe any evil to. When the disciples, when the Pharisees uh, came to stone Jesus, he asked them, For what do I do? For what, what evil have I done? I John, John chapter 10. And they said, None. But for making yourself God. There is nothing bad that God has done. But still, Lucifer rose up against him. Lucifer, sorry, it's Listen to this. It is a very bad sign when people constantly have conflict with their senior overseer and supervisors. If there's anybody around you always arguing, always there's a discussion. Always there's a conflict. 
Always he's doing one thing different from the other people. You can't give a simple instruction and he will do it. Number one, he will not comply with the instructions. He would answer his calls. As you call him, you answer. Meanwhile, when you are with him, he's always holding his phone. You haven't seen that thing before. You haven't seen it before. Somebody who you are with is always holding his phone. Always looking at news or doing something. But when you call him, my phone is not here. How come when I call, your phone is not there? How come only you, all our calls don't work? But when we are with you, you are always holding your phone. Always online. Mark those who are always in conflict with authority. Hallelujah. Amen. Everything is a discussion. Everything, there's a talk going on. Lucifer said, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation and in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Somebody who wants to Occupy your place. Won't listen to you easily. Somebody who wants to be like you will not easily take your advice. Any person around you, you can't easily give instructions. I can't say, do this and you do it. So, unto me, Every do this is a discussion. Let's do a convention. It's a discussion. Let's have a program. It's a discussion. Let's go and do an outreach. It's a discussion. Let's go on Tuesday. No, we go on Thursday. No, Thursday is not good. Tuesday is not convenient. Friday is better. It's the weekend. He has never agreed quickly yes, to what they, you are saying. Amen. Amen. You see, as I, I speak, you should be imagining is there such a person around me? Is there somebody around me who every time I say something, he doesn't do it? Amen. Amen. One day a pastor told a, 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 a shepherd, shave your beard. So pastor told a member, shave your beard. Do you know what he did? He didn't shave it. You say, oh, it's my beard. It's my beard. It's your beard. But there's also an appearance we have in our church. And we have our way of doing things. In some churches, they wear cloth. Some wear red 
white gown and red belt or red gown and white belt. Everybody has a way of dressing. And so when a pastor says something, he is creating a certain impression for his church. Be compliant. But the fact that you it's an it's an argument. Yeah. It's an argument. No. It's the first hand of a devil. Hallelujah. Amen. Number two. Somebody who will mislead his colleagues. One of you is the devil. How can you know when someone is a devil? When someone is a devil, he behaves exactly like the devil and misleads his colleagues just as the devil did. Lucifer led many, many angels to turn against God. He misled senior angels who are now principalities and wicked spirits in high places. Someone who turns the hearts of the people against the leader is a devil. Listen, just as Satan turned the angels against God, and, and made them not listen to him. Anyone who turns your members against you. Who, who makes them not follow you as you are leading them it's the devil it's the devil anyone who will support somebody in his thoughts against you is the devil and, and, and listen some people will turn people against you one pastor he had a church they were 3,000 do you know 3,000 do you know 3,000 they were 3,000 then the pastor went on holiday he had a long holiday. Six weeks. That's the one that's long, but it's what he went. Six weeks. Six weeks holidays. When he came back from the holiday, I said, when he came back from the holiday, the day he landed, the assistant came to see him. Um, I have to tell you something. He said, oh, I have just come. So, so let me settle down and we'll talk. He says, no. I have something very important to say. 
okay, so what is it? No, and he said, I have decided to leave. No, see, my imagine say, me jai as well. He said, Oh, no, see, ah. I have just come from holiday six weeks. I, I, when I arrive now, this is the news I'm hearing. That you are resigning. He said, Yes. No, see, God has spoken to me. What again can you say? God has spoken to me. So he said, Okay. What can I say? So he's resigning. He resigned. And he went. The church. There were 3,000. The next Sunday, 19 came to church. 19. All the rest had gone with the pastor. It's not a story, it's a true story. All the people, 2,881 had gone with the pastor. Also from the Okono, or the Nipper 2,981. And you ask yourself, what did he tell them in six weeks? It will be Sasana or Trinciana when you are going and give us some pan or catch room. By you, your devil is still there. So, what did he say? And he's still saying, small, 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 small. He doesn't have six weeks alone to talk. What he He can only chip in here and chip That's why you must identify the devil around you and cast him out. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together this morning. Sin number one is what? Conflict with authority. So Sin number two is what? Misleading colleagues. Sin number three. Starting quarrels. And wars. Revelation 12, verse 7. And there was war in heaven. And there was war in heaven. When God was there peacefully, there was no war. It's when Lucifer rose up that war came to heaven. Watch out for people who disturb the peace in your church. Amen. 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 I said, watch out for your for people who disturb the peace in your church. A devil has entered that situation. I didn't hear an amen. 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 I didn't hear a loud amen. Amen. A devil is a, the presence of a devil is conflict. When a devil is there. When a demon, a devil has entered your circumstances, you will find that there's always fighting and conflict. There is, there is no peace. Every discussion will end in a quarrel and a misunderstanding. Any small issue what should not be an issue becomes a big issue 
Amen. Amen. Why? I didn't hear. Because the devil is there. You can't make any correction. You can't make a contribution. You can't make any comments. You can't discuss anything. Every discussion. Every discussion will end in a fight. Amen. 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 And, and sometimes you'll be amazed that it happens in homes. It happens in homes. Children are become rebels. Couples are fighting. And it can happen in a church. What was formerly a very nice, peaceful fellowship. Now, when we all come, no one is smiling. Everybody comes and sits down. Eyes front. How are you? I'm fine. How is everything? It's good. What next? Preaching. That's all. I said, that's all. When that happens, a devil has entered your church. And you see, you'll be amazed that, oh, this is how my church is. Remember, that's not how it began. Remember, listen, sometimes we get used to, are you listening? We get used to the environment. When you're in a place that is smelling very bad, after a while, you can't smell it again. Your body will acclimatize, accommodate, adjust. I mean, if there's a boiler behind your house, after a while, you must accept the boiler is there. It's not going. And we accept it. But that's not how it was. And some of us, we've come to accept a very cold atmosphere in the church. When you, when you began the church, let's do evangelism. We all go together. Yesterday, I got a picture from my son. He went to do evangelism after his service. His church is, I think, six months old. And they went to do service. After service, they went to a beach. They can do evangelism. He said they were so happy. He had to close their service for to go home. Go home. Because they were not going home. Hey! That's a nice church. That's a very happy church. They don't want to go home. They're all hanging around. As you're sucking them, go home, they are complaining. But one day, this same church they are asking you when are we closing they are asking you when are we closing and be laughing together now you can't comment when you say they ask you why are you insulting me what about revelation 16 and verse 14 For they are the spirits of devils working miracles which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them 
to the battle. There are some people who always, I mean, quarrels always start. And listen to this. Listen carefully. There are some people too, when they start a quarrel, it doesn't end. It doesn't end. It will just go on. I mean, you are just quarreling over nothing. After one hour, you wonder, why are we, what are we discussing? What, what, you see a very heated discussion in a meeting. Heated discussion. People are standing and waving their hands and shouting. One day I, I heard in one chair they, were, they actually fought. They, they actually fought. Hey, hey! One person held one person. And he, when I held him, he also held him back. One was old, one was young. And now they are fighting. They all fell down. Wow. Look at church. I said, look at church. How did we get here? How did we get here that an old man and a young man are holding each other and they are struggling? A devil has entered the place. A devil has entered the place and has brought us together to fight and has sparked a war. Amen. Amen. Do not be drawn into battle. Hallelujah. Amen. Do not be drawn. Don't let anyone bring you into a battle. Amen. Amen. I, I, this is my wife. You can plan. I, can, I planned long ago. I've stopped quarreling. I've stopped quarreling. I've just become quiet. What was our last quarrel? I, I, no, no, ask her. I'll just become quiet. If I'm right, I'm wrong. I don't know. I'm, I'm quiet. I could be wrong. I could be right. I don't know. But I'm quiet. I mean, formally, there'll be quite we'll quarrel. So I, I, I won't keep quiet. Hey, hey. I, I also, also have a point. I also have a point. I mean, you have, you have a point, but let me tell you a point. So, it's not that you are right and wrong. We are all right and we are all wrong small. But then, thank you. So, we are all exchanging points. Then I came to a point understanding there's no point in arguing. So I've stopped. Why are we still quarreling in churches? Why, why is there a church still that there's no way to discuss something and end amicably? Why, why are we unable to agree? Like, oh, we are going to start fasting. Two weeks, no, four weeks, no, two weeks, four weeks, two weeks, four weeks. It doesn't matter. Three weeks. <laughs> but why, why can we not end in one person's we are all happy at the end of the discussion? Because, because right now, as we are ending, one person says we won. One is saying that you didn't win. 
Amen. Amen. Look, that feeling of we won. It's it's an amazingly common thing. Always a competition. By to be in your church. Amen. Cast out that devil. Amen. Amen. I mean, maybe we will get a chance another conference. Domestic quarrels in pastors' homes. Domestic quarrels in pastors' homes. And let me tell you something. Many pastors, we can smile. Pastors, we can smile. We can be able to be nice and polite. It's part of our gifts. That's how can we gather people. Smart anybody just practice a smile at your neighbor. Ah, beautiful smiles. Many pastors come to church smiling. But there are quarrels in the house. Prophet says something. It's called PPQ. PPQ. P write it down. PPQ. P. I'll P-P-Q. tell you what it means. My prophet told me. So Penina, Okasa, PPQ. Yeah. Do you know what it means? Pre-preaching quarrels. Pre-preaching quarrels. Every Sunday morning, you see there'll be a quarrel in the house. There'll be tension in the house. Something will happen in the house. Sunday morning. As you're going to church, she has not bathed. <laughs> the wife hasn't bathed. And when is ready to go? Let's go. Why are you rushing me? Why are you rushing me? Okay, go. But how can I go and leave you here? How can I go and leave you here? And then I'm waiting for you. Okay, you are waiting. So you are waiting. Are you waiting? Sit still and wait for me. How can I sit still? When church starts at nine o'clock, and it's quarter past nine, and I'm at home, and you going to bath slow. A devil has entered the house to cause a conflict. And before you are aware, you come to church. When you enter the church, no. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You are preaching. Praise the Lord. It's called, it is, it is, it is a conflict in the house. And no matter how you pretend, your preaching will not be the same. Your preaching will not be the same. There will be some small bitterness in your preaching. As you are preaching, then you see your wife, then someone's or change. And then you see other wives and you're wondering, are they better than me? Are they enjoying more than me? Then your preaching will change. Listen, any meeting that ends repeatedly in a quarrel, one day, that meeting, you won't go again. Yeah. 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 
Do you know what it means? If you are the pastor, who calls that meeting for the growing and the benefit of your church? And that meeting ends in a quarrel. You can call the meeting again. You call the meeting again. And what happens? Your church will lack oversight. And your pastors will be drifting away and away from you. And before you are aware, there's a disconnect between you and the people around you. Simply because there is not this there's too much conflict in the church. If you say to and any good pastor doesn't like fighting. Yeah. I don't want okay, hey, no meeting. I'd rather do it myself. Yeah. But even Jesus, God called him to find helpers. How much more you? I said, how much more you? If Jesus had help us, how much more? Hallelujah. Amen. Number four. The sins of... I want you to identify... You see, sometimes a person will not have the full effect. You see, we have what we call the full-blown manifestation. And sometimes only some few symptoms and signs. You can just wake up, I'm feeling a bit bad. And you can have full man- man- malaria. And, and so, don't, don't like dismiss the little signs that you will see in your church, please. Otherwise, you will keep on rotating around the same points in your church. This one is very important. Sin number four. Number four, sins of a devil. Opposing God's servants. Opposing. First Peter 5.8 Be sober, be vigilant. Your adversary, the devil. Be sober, be vigilant. Your adversary, the devil. You have opposition. You have opposition. And Satan is the opposition to your ministry. Listen to this. Satan is an opposer. The word adversary means an opposer. An opposer is someone who makes it difficult for you to progress. An opposer is someone who makes you go slower than you ought. He is slowing you down. As you see, not too long ago, I went to visit a friend. And we were walking on the beach. And I saw that walking on land here, 
on that on the hall here it's very easy nothing nothing slows you down but walking at the beach walking in the sand it slows you down it makes you go slower than you would have on dry ground and so you find that there may be somebody around you who makes things go slower than they should Amen. What should be a help has become a hindrance. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen to this. An assistant pastor can be the greatest opposition to your life and ministry. What God has called you to do, you can't do it. God has called to grow a church. How to grow a church? By evangelism. And outreach. Then the assistant comes. Let's do a convention. <laughs> Let's do a convention. Maybe we can show the mighty power. That's, That's not what God I feel in my heart. I want to do a crusade. Sometimes they'll tell you we can do crusades and nobody joins the church. And so and so why bother? Let's do a convention. And the assistant, instead of supporting you strongly, are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? The assistant, when you say let's go, you should say let's go. But now you must also wind him up first. You must also now convince him first. And when you are in a meeting, where you are the leader and you are the only one making a point. Everybody is looking at you. Some are quiet. Some are asking questions. And some are just watching you. The meeting will end. Nothing has been done. You have not gone backwards. But you've not gone forwards. And you are seeing opposition. I said, you are seeing opposition. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you you, you listening to me? That's when Jesus told Peter, get thee behind me. You can't stop me. You can't stop me. Tell tell your neighbor, no one should stop you from doing what God has told you. Please, tell him, nobody should stop you from doing what God has told you to do. This this opposition it can appear like the previous case quarreling and shoutings. Are you listening? It can appear quarreling and shouting. It can also appear quiet and diplomatic. 
but we can't do this. We can't afford it. Oh, we had one just two months ago, three months ago. Oh, I mean, Pastor, you know, it's listen, it's almost Christmas time. We can wait till Christmas. Then we can do it at Christmas time. And when Christmas comes, you know, Christmas is not time for these things. <laughs> Christmas is for people's minds are not tuned for ministry at Christmas. I think we can do it in March. And when March comes, you know, March is near Easter. And then we are, is it, they will not fight you. And they're just coming to argue diplomatically with reason and logic. And you notice after one year, after one you have, have no conversation. You had no program. I've done that, what God called me to do. I've not done it. And let me tell you something. When somebody opposes you, don't think that when God comes to judge, they'll judge you equally. That I was going to do evangelism. And, and, and you are stopping me. So I didn't do it. When the judgment comes, you stop me. I didn't go. We share the punishment. It's not like that. It's not like that. A certain man of God. God sent him to Bethel. And said, Don't eat. And he went there. And he didn't eat. He was going back. Then a prophet lied to him. Let's go and eat. God spoke to me. And he went to eat. And you know the, the painful thing? While they were eating, and God said, hey, You. <laughs> You. you shouldn't be here. God said you shouldn't be here. Hey, it said you you will die. You will die because you didn't listen to what God said. But you told me to come. I'm not God. I'm not God. I'm not the pastor. Me, I'm not the pastor. I'm just helping you. That's how it is. Sanity. Hmm. Are you listening to me? That's Uti. how it is. Sanity. Opposition. 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 And you find... El- listen. Listen carefully. Many pastors are actually anointed. But you have no chance to walk in your anointing. Some of you are very good preachers. I am sure if somebody could even do this thing better than I'm doing. But you don't have the platform. But you don't have the chance. But you can't, don't, there's nowhere to do it. And God has called some of us to build big churches. I'm sure Kumasi, we should have big churches. But many of our churches are small. Many are small. Many are in classrooms and in small, small places. 
and, and many have not grown at all over years. You've been working hard for years and it's not grown because of opposition. Opposition. There's somebody standing in your way. But you have rather given him pocket money to grow fat and strong. The, the 12 disciples were happily walking together from John chapter 1. Uh, they're very happy. Uh, Jesus was the one who said, One of you is a devil. They, they, they couldn't identify the devil among them. Let that not be your story. Amen. Let that not be your case study. Amen. Case that you can't see who's around you spoiling your work. Amen. No, 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 no. Let it be that you, I have seen you, Satan. And you are being cast out of this house. Hallelujah. Amen. Number next. I don't know what number it is. Five. Being a liar. So we will be away or truthful. Being a liar. I was saying earlier on, many of us accept liars. Because we also lie small, small. Some years ago, I, it came to me to stop lying. So I told my church, I've stopped lying. It's hard, though. Papa. Hey, it's hard to stop lying. How many have tried before? It's very hard. Sometimes you are under pressure to change the story small. Amen. Sometimes you are like, you you must modify the story and just adjust it small. To avoid looking bad or being in trouble. And, and that is how I came to not accept lies. I came to see how evil a liar is. John 8.44 Ye are of your father the devil. And the last of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning. And I brought not the truth. Because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie. It says in another place. He speaks his mother tongue. <laughs> when he speaks a lie. He speaks his mother. That's his natural language. He's a liar. That's where NIV speaks his native language. One says his mother tongue, liar. When you see, when you hear lies, you see, we have we have we have so adjusted to the bola around us that many of us we walk past bola, we don't even see it. In my church, I'm fighting Bola every Sunday. You too. Every Sunday. Church members drink water and just drop it. 
even, even in the hall, even, even in this nice hall, you can find empty water such a, oh it's not true Mr. Ashaman it's true is it true it's true in a hall people eat and leave things here no eating but still they do it because they are used to it this morning is it after morning this afternoon don't accept liars amen 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 do not Accept a liar around you. Let me tell you something. If there are two people, one fornicator and one liar, if they choose one, choose the fornicator. I know you don't, I know you say, mm. This man there is not clean. He's, he can't control himself. Let me tell you something. The liar is a direct relative. <laughs> of the devil. <laughs> Direct relative. The fornicator there is relation is a second cousin or third cousin. But the liar is no no no. Listen to this. Liar is the most clear sign of a devil. It's the most clear sign of a devil. How many will agree with me? Many lies are not necessary. They're not necessary. Nothing will happen. You are, you are late to church. What happened? I overslept. That's all. But, but as you are coming, you say, hey, I didn't get a taxi. So, what? What? No. It's not true. You overslept. When you overslept, what can we see? Fresh boy. But, come. but that's all. But when you tell a lie, it is the clearest sign of a devil around you. Number two, it is a clear sign of your fallen nature. Your fallen nature has not died. It's still alive. It's, 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 it is, you are still operating as you used to before Jesus came. And number three, it is a sign of something is wrong in your life. It is the sign something is wrong. If there's a lie to cover something, something is wrong. Maybe it's laziness, poor financing, poor behavior. We don't know what it is. But if there's a reason to lie, we are covering something something is wrong in your life that needs to be covered amen otherwise why do you lie so a lie is always an indication of something is wrong and sometimes we draw a distinction big lie and small lie tell me all lie be lie all I believe. There's scripture says 
that Satan is the father of lies. Do not take it lightly. Lies are significant. Because Satan is the father of lies. And many pastors, many ministers allow evil spirits to enter, to gain access to their ministries. When they start telling lies from the pulpit. Amen. Amen. Tell somebody, you are a pastor, don't lie. Oh, hey. hold in the by the dress and shake the person. So, you are a pastor. No, no, oh, please tell me. Tell me, I'm very sorry. You Don't lie. You are a church worker. Don't lie. When you lie, you are totally, totally in link with the devil. I, I remember many years ago, I was abroad. So I was in Europe. Oh, Europe, ma'am. And one day, I was at the train station. Say maybe no, a train station in the center of town. Oh, And as I was, you know, at the train station, people are passing. Every, I mean, it's a huge crowd. They are passing. So Oko train station, the pay so much money. As I was there waiting for my train, train, train. Then I heard behind me, Akwesi Koyifa. Then I turned. I saw two people. They were walking behind me. And they were speaking tree. Do you know what I knew? They are Ghanaians. They didn't have to introduce themselves to me. When I heard the language they were speaking, I said, ah, my people are here. So my people are here. The legends. And they were passing and they were walking. Yeah. And when I turned, they also looked at me. They said, ah, you two is one of us. He's <laughs> one of us. Okay. Because as they're speaking, they're tree and walking and I turned and they look at me and say, ah, we are, we are, we are here. <laughs> when a liar is in your midst, ah, it's, it's people are there. Wow. People are there. People are there. Yeah. And, 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 and in church, why should anybody lie? I didn't do it. That's all. I didn't take the offering. I took the money. I didn't go. I came. I didn't. That's all. We are, we are earthen vessels. We know our weaknesses. Amen. Amen. How many pastors know your weakness? Some don't know your weakness. You're in trouble. <laughs> your case is worse. You must know your weakness and fight it. But we are, we are, we are allowing liars to flow around us. There's much, there's much, much more. Amen. Amen. Sin of separatism. Those who separate themselves. Hey, they are, they are, 
mountain of independence. This one. I'll take one more, then we will take a short break. One sign of the devil, it is the weakening of nations. It makes you weak. It makes you weak. Isaiah 14. Isaiah And verse 12. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? Thou which didst weaken the nations. Weaken the nations. One of the dreadful activities of the devil is the sin of weakening nations. He makes you weak. He makes you weak. Hallelujah. Amen. When you see, when you are on your home ground, so fear. You are strong. Yeah. When you're on your home ground, so fear. You are bold. You can rise up and shout and do things. But when you are in enemy territory. Or when you are away somewhere, you find yourself more afraid. More careful. You find yourself being more cautious. Amen. 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 Satan makes you feel that you are not on your own ground. He, he comes to weaken your hand. Hallelujah. Amen. When somebody is a devil, so be he behaves exactly like the devil. And he weakens nations, churches, and families. One pastor, he was having a program. Are you listening? And, and 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 look, we are anointed. Oh, and we are anointed. Amen. 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 And as he was having a program, he was laying hands on people. And look, pastors, sometimes even you don't know what happens when you lay hands, they fall down. You lay hands on people and they fall down. And then you are going, lay hands. Lay hands. And they are falling. And they are falling. And they are falling. And one pastor, he was laying hands on people and they were falling. They fell basa basa, rolling. It was a nice confusion. Oh, yes. And Spirits were being driven out. Being stuck from their place. And as you see, and as it happens, you become more and more confident. So when you see one man and you lay hands, it doesn't fall. Hey, 
you go down. Then you lay hands again. Then they fall down. Yes. Then you are going like that. I'm past the ninth program. When it ended, and he went home, then his wife, she told him, it was a very powerful program. And he said, yes. Then she said, I saw I saw that when you came to that girl, you laid hands on her for a long time. Oh, which girl? Girl, that fair-colored I'm just doing what God has called me to do. I'm laying hands and I'm casting out devils. That's all. I'm obeying my God. I think you like that. Hey! No, 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 no. No problem. The next day, they came to a convention. Day two. The man preached powerfully. So, so for Kenya, he he preached the word powerfully. Oh, it came to ministration. And he saw people coming for it. As he began from one side. Laying hands. Laying hands. When he opened his eyes. Hey! Hey! The fair girl has come. The fair girl has come again. Now, his wife is there. Look at him. Now what do I do? Do I do I lay hands? Do I what do I do? Because they say I like her. And all, all pastors like all our members. And, and those who come forward and they fall down, we like them also. They respond to your ministry. So he, he was not sure. So, so, from that point now how can you refine the power again how, how can you now get the anointing again when, when you have left somebody and, and your mind at this point has just shifted from the anointing to my marriage and my wife and what is she thinking? At that point, my mind has changed. And what has happened? You have become weak. You have become weak. You have become an ordinary man. The on you has been blown away. This is an accusation. There's a whole book. Those who accuse you, there's a whole book. We shall come to this one. This one there. I'm only doing some introduction B. We will come to this book. Accusations. Accusations. They will destroy you. They will make you leave the ministry. They will make you resign. You become a businessman. You will go and do your PhD. You will go and lecture somewhere. You will stop preaching. Accusations. It will weaken your ministry. And you will find that now my preaching has changed. When a, a liar enters your church, you'll be amazed. Your money. Look. <laughs> sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. Look. People, churches, church offerings. Hey, 
Let me tell you something. Never think that everybody around you is honest. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mm. Never think that all the people counting your money, they like you. Thank you. Because the place where stealing takes place is churches. Wow. One one pastor. So for He had his church. And one day he went and put CCTV. In their counting room. When he did it, and he came out. They saw him walking. Do you know what he said? They are wicked. They are wicked. That's all he was saying. They are wicked. Because he saw them in the camera. They are counting their money. Hey, 50 cities. Hey, this envelope is juicy. In their baby's pampas. He said, my offering that I have preached hard to get. One pastor, one Sunday, he was in church. And he was receiving first and best. And he saw one Mr. Obontia coming. This Mr. Obontia, his offering is first and best. It's always juicy. It's always juicy. So it was, he brought it for it. And put it into the offering. And he prayed for him. And he went back to where he I know this man's offering alone must be some thousands. Should push us into the thousands. When church finished, and they were going to do the offering, and they brought the offering. 200, 200 cities. Can you 200 No, 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 no. I said no, 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 no. At least the thousand should be there. The thousand should be there. said thousand because they are thieves. Believe me. If you are sitting here and saying my church we are okay, maybe your church, yeah. or maybe my church, there are thieves here in the cathedral. I say, but I you, you are okay. Your case is worse. Because me, I'm fighting every Sunday. You, you don't fight. You don't fight. You don't fight. I'm fighting. Ask my people every Sunday. I'm going to check who is counting. How are they counting every Sunday? Then I check. Finish counting. Let me see. Then I have a graph to check the, the <laughs> check the level as against last week, uh, and against last month, third week and third week. I'm comparing. Any differences? Hey, where's the difference from? I'm fighting. I'm fighting those thieves. And you are sitting here. You're calling them your friends. No, 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 no. That's why you can't build. That's why your building is taking so long. That's why we, Lighthouse UD, we can build churches. Churches. No, no, no. no. If you are coming, clap well. My, 
my assignment is to dedicate churches. So I travel around to dedicate churches. We are number three hundred. And eighty-three. Only in the north. Not, not adding the, 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 the forty-two in Ash, forty-two in Ashanti. Yeah, forty-two. Yeah. No, it's not in the it's not in, the, in that list. It's not in that list. We are building all these things. Because we are fighting for every one city. Nobody is going to weaken our finances. That some Judas is walking around our church. Not in my church. Not in my church. Maybe your church. Not here. My church. I'm looking for the signs and signals. I, I've told my pastors to, I give them an assignment. Go and fight a certain fight for me. Yeah. yeah, because nobody can be around me is a liar or a, a deceiver. No, 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 no. One of you is a devil. No. <laughs> Not around me. Not around me. Why do you allow a devil around you? Why do you allow a Judas to operate freely around you? How can a liar tell you why he was late? Then you believe him about his tights. Why do you allow somebody to be around you? Telling you lies about his job, his and then you believe him about the girl you saw him working with. No, 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 no. One of you is a devil. Tell somebody, not any longer around me. Put your hands together. I want you to stand to your feet for a minute. Sorry, John, I want you to pray that Lord expose every devil around me. Just pray for yourself. Lay hands on your eyes. Lay hands on your heart. Lay hands on your stomach. Lay hands on your head. Lord, help me. Let the spirit of loyalty come upon me and my church. Open my eyes. Give me understanding. Give me revelation. Help me to see clearly. I will not go down. I will not be taken down. I will not be spoiled by a devil. And then, oh, I cannot hear you at all. You are praying for yourself. Lift up your voice. You are praying for yourself. That Lord, I will not let my spirit go down. My ministry go down. 
my ministry go down. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice. Begin to pray. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Open our eyes, and that we may see that we may in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. God bless you. May be seated. I mean, sure. We are rearranging our day. I want to take a short break. Just to drink a little water, just a five-minute break or something. Then we come back. Then we continue a bit longer. Then we have our long break. I want to take an offering before we depart from here. Every time you give an offering, you are agreeing with what is being done. When you see people have come to say, "I'm campaigning for MP." Then you support him. You agree with what he's doing. So be You are adding your strong support. I know many Ghanaians. They support Manchester. They support Arsenal. They support Liverpool. But there are one city is not there. All they do is shout and shout at the at the at at the cinema and the. Um, watch TV and then just but they will not support one so, thing. And you find some people who will be going to church and they give offering 10 cities. Then they will give their car to the political party to see where their heart is and what they really agree with. This, this afternoon I wanted to Support that I believe in, in, in fighting the one devil among us. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and you know, uh, this is not a church service, it's a conference. Conferences, there's no registration power, not at all. But you are showing your support for this conference. 
by what you give and we'll be here this afternoon this evening tomorrow thursday and and friday we'll be here for many many days and there's much to learn as we talk I want you to sow a good seed into this conference. Some of us too are coming from churches. You can sow a personal seed. Or sow an official seed. I want this spirit in my church. I see a church here that has something. I want that same something in my church. You can sow that a seed into this environment. So that you will have that similar effect in your church. And don't you take out a good offering this morning? If you want an envelope to use, you can also anybody wants an envelope. Anybody wants an envelope to use, I want to give an envelope. Or to sow a seed into this into this environment. Can, can I ask for envelopes? I think it is a good start that somebody who says, I want this spirit in my in my in my church. I want to give an offering. And I want to give something that is 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 for my church or for my or for myself. Anybody you want to give, you can take a receive an envelope from me. Thank you. God bless you. Anybody else? I, God bless you. I want to give something. I'm sowing into. I'm sowing to this environment. It's my church. It's my church. It's not only me personally. It's my church. I want to have. A church free of devils. I want to have an atmosphere in my church whereby we are able to have meetings and argue and discuss and go home happy. So as, as, as we are going home, I even don't want to go home. I even don't want to. I want us to stay. Ten o'clock. Oh, only ten o'clock. I want us to stay a bit longer and talk a bit more. I enjoy this company. So, I, I enjoy this company. I enjoy this company. Where's, where's my envelope? Man? I don't know why you have. No. Yes, and um, if you are going to, if you are going to use this mobile number, mobile number, please write reference list article reference conference. Otherwise, it will go to another port. Oh, send the mumwa numbers. It will reference. No, what show conference? No ego. It will go to another port. Befa baby. Then it will come back. Hallelujah. Pardon. Already. Shabaya. It will go to another port. Send a text to our administrator. Hallelujah. Otherwise, lift up your offering this morning. Offering this morning. And your prayer is, Lord, I don't want a devil around me. That's your I don't want. I don't want a devil around me. 
I don't want any destroyer around me. I don't want anybody by me who is going to cause disruption or destruction. And as I plant this seed, Lord, give me a fruit of righteousness. Give me a fruit of righteousness. And Lord, let every seed that goes forth this morning be a good seed. Let it be a seed that brings forth righteousness. Protect us from every evil. Keep us from all the badness around us. And cause us to flourish. Let every church here do well. Let every church here be marked for success. And let every church be one that is free of all the troubles that there exist. Thank you so very much. In Jesus' name. All the saints said, Amen. Amen. Let's take one ministration. Amen. It came to pass in those days. That Jesus went out into a mountain to pray, continued all night in prayers to God. And when it was day, he chose his 12 disciples, Peter, Andrew, Philip, James, and John, Matthew, Thomas, and Simon. Bartholomew and Judas, one of you will be a traitor, one of you will repay my love with hatred, one of you will repay good with evil, one of you will be ungrateful, don't let it the cross of Jesus, his mother and sister, Mary Cleophas, Mary Magdalene, John was tending there at the cross, Jesus saw these faithful ones, whose eyes were filled with love, but there will be traitors, there will be unfaithful men, you will learn to depend on God. When your heart is broken, one of you will be a traitor. One of you will repay my love with hatred. One of you will repay good with evil. One of you will be ungrateful. Don't let it Pretenders, blaspheming, deceiving you, accusing you with 
simple words They say I love you But they are angry with you They hate you speaking against you all the time What is the point of loving all these children? One of you will be a traitor One of you will repay my love with hatred One of you will repay good with evil One of you will be ungrateful Don't let it No, no, don't let it be Grow up, my dear friend Don't expect so much from human beings Don't be a fool If you want to be like Jesus, oh, you will see The same things he saw Especially the painful ones traitor. One of them will repay my love with hatred. One of them will repay good with evil. One of you will be ungrateful. Don't let it be you. One of you will be a traitor. One of you will repay my love with Hallelujah. Amen. I want us to just move on right away to tackle one more book for a very few minutes. Is it a good idea? Maybe we can have our long break. Is it a good idea? It's a good idea. Or we should break. We should go on. Put your hands together. Let's just go on. Hallelujah. We We are rearranging things, but the church is for us, so we can do what we like. Oh, it's not true. Is it true? true. Yes. Um, Our book for this afternoon is Those Who Are Ignorant. Some are going out. Is it? Is it? Is there a reason? You want to drink water? You're okay. You're okay. Yes. Let's just drink. Let's just flow. Just a few minutes. Um, This book, Those Who Are Ignorant. It it is it goes side by side with one of you is a devil. And I'll tell you why. For the devils, they are bad. And they are evil people who are destroying around us. But those who are ignorant, they didn't know. 
they are doing the same bad thing. Also, disrupting and disturbing our churches. But for many of them, they didn't know what they were doing. When, when um, Absalom was doing his coup d'etat, he invited 200 men to go with him. Bible says, and they came in their simplicity. They didn't know what they were doing. They were just following simply. One of the interesting stories in the Bible that I, I find is First Kings. First Kings. A very interesting story about recognizing these things. Chapter 2. First Kings chapter 2. About those who are ignorant. And verse 12. Then sat Solomon upon the throne of David his father. And his kingdom was established greatly. Now, remember in chapter 1, um, Adonijah. He, he tried to be king. Um, chapter 1, verse 5. Chapter 1, verse 5. Then Adonijah, the son of Haggith, exalted himself, saying, I will be king. But Zadok the priest and and um, Nathan the prophet and Benaniah the the um, one of the soldiers they were able to get David to establish Solomon as the king. So they got David to conferred the throne on, on Solomon while he was still alive. So when David died, Solomon was still sitting firmly on the throne. Chapter 2 verse 13 And Adonijah son of Haggith came to Bathsheba mother of Solomon and she said, Comest thou peaceably? And he said, Peaceably. Is there, is there any problem? She said, No problem. And he said, Moreover, I have so much to say unto thee. And she said, Say on. And he said, Let me use the, the modern translations, it's a bit easier. Verse 14. He said, I have a favor to ask of you. And she said, what is it? And he said, as you know, verse 15, the kingdom was rightfully mine, 
which is not true. All Israel wanted me to be the next king. But the tables were turned and the kingdom went to my brother instead. That is the way the Lord wanted it. So now, this is the this is the man who tried the coup earlier. So now, I want to ask just one favor. And she said, "What is it?" And he said, "Speak to King Solomon on my behalf." Ask him to let me marry Abishag, the girl from Shunem. And the queen, but you said, okay. No, see, you, Mati. I will speak the king for you. Verse 19. Bathsheba therefore went unto King Solomon to speak unto him. For Adonijah. Verse 20. And she said, I desire a small petition of thee. I pray thee, say me not a nay. And the king said, Ask on my mother. For I will not say nay. 21. And she said, Let Abishag, the Shunammite, be given to Adonijah thy brother to wife. She didn't know what she was saying. To her, the man liked the girl. This is the man. This is a girl. You want to marry, marry. Why not? The girl is the girl's former beloved King David has died. So no no man again. And here's a man who says I like her. Why not? So she didn't see any problem. But Solomon understood what was happening. That this is a king's wife, former wife. The king's wives are given to the next king. So when he gets Abishag, he declares himself the next king. So 22. And King Solomon answered and said unto his mother, And why does why does thou ask Abishag that the um, the Shunammite for Adonijah? Ask for him the kingdom. Now Solomon Ebuas and they say, "Now they think I will be such tsunami Abishag aware ama Adonijah." Any Abishag he need no tsunami. Then take the kingdom. You want Adon Abishag? It's not just a girl. It's a king's wife. And kings marry king's wives. So if Adonijah marries Abishag, he's declared himself a king. And he understood exactly what was happening. Then he said, I will kill him. 
I will kill you. If it was you, what would you do? You say, oh, tell you, one girl in my church can't get a husband. And one Asha like the girl. Why not? Why not? Tell your neighbor, you too, you are ignorant. Tap your neighbor, you too. You too are not seeing what is happening. Amen. Amen. I said, you too don't understand the the, the, the dynamics of what is going on. And so, this book is fighting ignorance. I didn't hear an amen. Amen. This book is a very important book. It fights the ignorance of the leader. Some of us leaders, it's your fault. Things are happening the way they are happening. Go and call our nurses. And ask them whether they hate Ghana. The nurses who are going every week. It's not their country. They don't like how things are being done here. And they are going away. If things change, they will all come back. True or not true? It's true. Yeah. Some of us, what is happening in your church is your fault. You are not a good leader. You are breeding disloyalty around you. Somebody was asking, how can you de- we have so many branches? How can we spread so many so fast? Ninety-three countries. Ninety-three headquarters. Accra, Ghana. Ah, headquarters. How are we spreading everywhere? Because our leadership is good. Yeah. Our leadership is good. And our leadership. You see, one of the keys in this book is loyalty begins from the head. What a man sows, that's And so sometimes we have seen Orangu. You know Oranguism? You know who an Orangu is? An Orangu. Sometimes the Orangu was made by the pastor. You, you made him an Orangu. You made him so unhappy. You have made him what he is. And so what they have become is what you have made them. Not knowing what you were doing. Nobody would deliberately spoil his church. But many are doing so by mistake. I didn't hear an amen. amen. And so this book this book will help every leader to be a good leader. You see, my, my bishop, he's amazing. I mean, truly, 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 he's, he's, he's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Because he has also another series on leadership alone. 
art of leadership. Bakuli, art of leadership. A good general. Good general. Wise as serpents. Wise as serpents. These are happy to be a good leader. But this is helping you to understand the loyalty principles yourself. Amen. 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 And also, it is to fight the ignorance of your assistance. Hallelujah. Amen. Also, fights those of those who are around us and don't know what is going on. Hallelujah. And so, this is one of the very important books that we must let our everybody in your church should read and know. All your leaders, all your workers. Hallelujah. Amen. Those who are ignorant. That we be not ignorant. I want to just pick out one chapter in this book. And just to help you to understand how sometimes what we are dealing with. Three causes of disloyalty. Three causes of disloyalty. Three reasons why we have it in our church. And if you can remove these reasons, your church will be a very stable, solid church. If we are able to overcome these three reasons, it's it's, it's a whole book of laws and principles and facts, but these three are what I feel led to teach this morning. And if you can counter these three reasons in your church, the church will do well. So it means it says, like I said, three causes of disloyalty. In this chapter, we want to examine three common causes that lead a person to disloyalty. And the first is what we call an erratic personality. A person who can just change anytime, anyhow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Proverbs 24 and verse 21. My son, fear thou the Lord and the king. And meddle not with them that are given to change. Number one, be careful about people who change things easily. Who change their minds easily. There are some people they can change their mind. When you see him today, what are you doing? Then away. I'm looking for a job. Okay, where? At Bank of Ghana. Bank of Ghana. Beautiful. Let's pray. Then you pray for him. Then he goes. Then he comes back. Next week. 
Where are you? I'm fine. What's going? I have a job. Oh, really? No. At a store in my area. Hey, when did a store in your area become Bank of Ghana? Oh, somebody offered me a job. And I took it. Well, maybe it's a job. So, instead of being home alone, I've got a job. So, okay, do well. Be faithful there. Then he has gone. I feel you see him again. So how is the store? Oh, I've left. So You've left. Where are you now? My uncle has a farm at Kintampo. I've gone to check the farm. Hey! You have gone to Kintampo to do a farming. Oh, Kintampo. Oh yes, we have some maize farming Kintampo. And it's very good business. Maize farming. Okay. So okay. You are helping your uncle do the maize farm. Oh, wow, wow, God bless you. Eh? Made oh. rain in Kintampo. Amen. So when the harvest season comes, remember me. So he went. And then after a while, and so be, uh, how is the maize doing? Oh, stop. Now I'm doing poultry. Hey! hey. You are doing poultry. Oh, yeah, Why? I didn't hear. They were buying the maize, but I saw that they were using the maize to make the poultry and they were getting more money than the maze. Mm. So, so I came to do poultry. Hey! You are doing poultry? Yes. I'm getting the eggs and the layers. Okay. God bless you. Go. Then he see me again next time. Shall how? Pastor is going very well. I'm, I'm prospering. Really? The poultry farm is doing very well. Farm, no, 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 no. I'm doing Galamse. I stopped. I've stopped. I'm doing Galamse. A giant poultry farm. Hey! You have ch- in one year you have changed just five times. This man cannot be your assistant. Do you understand? Do you understand? This man cannot be your assistant. You see a man. Pastor, I want to marry this year. Mm, so, so for a few days, it's a good idea. So, there are two young ladies. There's a queer, there's a fear. So, I'm considered two of them. Good. Watch and pray. Go and watch and pray and come back. So, he went. Then he came back. So, how? A fear or a queer? A queer, not say fear. Oh no, no, no! I like Adwa. So far, feel the Adwa. Hey, where's hey. Adwa from? Adwa so far, but we told Musen. Where is she from? We told Musen. Oh, she came to pass. Then I thought so, she found pass. So I changed my mind. Now. My summer Will you propose? Yes. I'll propose. Okay, go and propose. I'm watching you. So went and proposed. Then, what did Adwa say? She said she will marry me. So address of Good. Dates. So July. See July. Beautiful. As we are preparing for July. Pastor. July. My heart. <laughs> my heart. My heart. I'm not at peace. I don't have peace. I, I feel God is saying something. What is God saying? I think it's Lucy. Hey, Lucy, mom. I think it's Lucy. Hey, Lucy. Hey, Lucy. Hey, Lucy. Bra. Lucy. 
Lucy. Since when? Lucy in Subada Bay. Pastor, I had a dream. So I saw Lucy walking by Lucy. me. Lucy, me now. I think it's Lucy. I'm sure Lucy. And and yeah, he has changed again. And some crowd they marry. They change their mind. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen. See. A man who can change his mind easily. Easily means easily. You see, don't don't have in your mind important topics and less important topics. Whatever concerns you is important. Whatever, whatever concerns you is important. So when somebody has planned something, then he changes in the middle. Oh, this one is not ministry. It is work. So it's okay. It's not okay. It's not. It's not okay. It's not. This one, it is just. Marriage and girls. So, so you know, boys like girls, and boys are always looking for new edition, new model. So allow the boys to be. No, 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 no. You are seeing a man who is not stable. Ministry is a long race, and on the way there will be many reasons why you should stop. On the way. Many reasons why it's not working. On the way, you would look and said, "Ah, I made a mistake. I didn't hear God well." You yourself. I mean, you yourself are not sure what you yourself are doing here. What am I doing here? What am I doing here? I think I'm in the wrong place. And then your friend will say, "Let's go to America." I have a job for two pharmacists. In America, let's go. Before you are aware, you are out. That's why it says, a man who promises to his own head and changes not. A man who stands by his word. A man who told his wife, I will marry you. And he married her. And he stayed married to her for many, many years. These days, after a few years, people have changed their mind. Now, divorce in the church is not some rare thing. It's Look, it's happening all the time. There was a time when he didn't know any divorcee. Now, now it's plenty. Plenty. A man given to change. No, 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 no. Tell somebody, don't change your mind. When you say this is your church, I said, when you say this is your church, don't come and tell me after three years, God has touched my heart. Why didn't God touch your heart three years ago? Why didn't God do this? What has God changed his mind? No, 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 no. Many, many people begin, and sometimes those who talk big, they are the ones who change big. Oh, it's not true. It's true. How many have seen some before? 
one one pastor he said this is my pastor this is my church i will never leave i'm here forever hey so papa kwasa mo kwasa we ni me so we ni masori ni nyai da he said this is my church we ni masori one day he came so that could be your buy he said pastor God has touched my heart. Say so for me. Mm-hmm. To start my own church. And he took the church he was pastoring and took the whole church. Amen. He took the whole church with him. One day, a certain young man in my church. I helped him do various things. He got married. Then he had a son. He said, oh, this son, I'll call him Patrick. I said, first time in my life. Somebody is naming a child after me. I said, I don't believe it. Am I, am I so important? Hey, am I, is it real that me, pa, me, they are named Patrick because of me? I said, what a blessing. So Patrick Jr. became came into the world. After two years, the father came. I've stopped the church. I said, Oh, you have stopped the church. You're taking Patrick away. What the Patrick echo? You're taking Patrick away. What the Patrick echo? He says, Nah, so many things. I said, What things? I said, What? Nothing. He has taken Patrick away. Has gone Patrick to Patrick. From that time, I don't. I fear all Patrick children. Hey, Patrick children. He took Patrick away. Patrick. Tell him a man who changes his mind. He will let you down. Hallelujah. Amen. So the reason why people are disloyal because that's how they are. Nothing is deep in them. They don't hold anything well and tight. Such a man, when you marry him, is the same. You employ him, is the same. He assists you, is the same. That's how he is. So check and see. If he hasn't left you, if you see a man with these things and he hasn't left you, is preparing. <laughs> so he has changed. He hasn't changed. He is preparing. The time hasn't come yet. The Bible says in the fullness of time. There's always the fullness of time. When they will show their full colors and and, and pack. Yeah. So, so when you see a man who has changed job a few times has changed beloved a few times. Don't say that, oh, he's this is how he is. Tell somebody, this is how he is. Oh no, say it well. This is how he is. You know, when when you talk, use your your hand to talk. You see, when you don't talk with your hand, it's not correct. This is how he is. It's not that he's he has changed. They don't change easily. No, 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 no. They don't change easily. We don't. How, how many of you have changed? Oh, you must say I've changed. <laughs> we have changed. 
What I'm describing, many of us have also seen the same thing. But he didn't understand what it was. It didn't, it didn't make sense. It was just a coincidence. But he was able to draw a light from this to this and say, aha, uh-huh, this is the reason for this. And then to explain it for us to understand. So the second reason why many people are orangu in their church is financial reasons. And under this there are two there are two categories. There are two categories. One is financial misunderstanding. Amen. Amen financial misunderstanding. Let me tell you something. We didn't come here to make money. Tell your neighbor. If money is the reason or the goal in your life, please leave now. You are in the wrong meeting. Hallelujah. Amen. You are in the wrong meeting. Please leave now. If you came to serve God, then you are in the right place. Okay. So, of the two categories, category one is financial misunderstanding. Financial misunderstanding. And there's a reason for this one. Oh yeah, there's a reason why there is this misunderstanding. And so this one, watch out for the reason I'm going to give you. I said, watch out for the reason I'm going to give you right now in five seconds. Anytime you see this reason there, look out for this thing. And the reason is a background of poverty. Mm. A background of poverty. Anybody who has come from a background of poverty, a treasure, there was poverty in your house as you were growing up. A treasure, you have struggled before financially. You have been under, under pressure financially. There are some who say that I will never be poor again. What I have seen. <laughs> How many have been poor before? Can I see your hand? You have been poor before. Hey, some hands are not up. They are not Ghanaians. We have been poor before. Yeah. Many have been poor before. But some, the poverty so burned them. It so changed their hearts. They have sworn never, no matter what, I will not be poor again. I will do everything I must do. Amen. Amen. And so when you see somebody who has come from that background, he has the 
danger of falling into this misunderstanding. And it is this. Listen carefully. It is this. As I'm in the ministry, I'm expecting something. As, as I'm in the ministry, I'm expecting something. I'm, I'm believing that something will come. I've been poor before. I'm in poor again. This is where I'm working. It's coming from here. It's coming from here. And so sometimes people are, are like, they are looking out for, what can I get? What can I get? One man. He wrote a book. My, my prophet, he's written... 40 million books. Let's say soft penny and woman makuma 40 million books. And, and, and he's printing 20 more, 20 million more this year. Yes, yeah, so I printed 20 million. If he got one dollar for every book, by now what has he gotten? 40 million dollars. 40 million dollars. One dollar is not much for a book. But instead, he has gotten out of every book, out of all the 40 million books that has printed and have gone out, do you know what he has gotten? No. Zero. Zero. That's why this, this book here, 50 books, 50 books, look at the packaging, look at the printing, look at, look at the quality. It's not, it's not easily something you buy easily. I am going to offer you all this this book for ten CDs. Ten CDs. Do you think it's, it's a value? No, no. Look at this book. Do you think it's ten CDs? So if you buy for ten CDs, and the book costs twenty CDs, that ten CDs who's paying? She said, I didn't buy 20. Or even 25. Who is paying? And you are paying 10 cities. Who is paying the other 15 cities? No. Somebody is paying. And who is the somebody? The person who wrote the book. Because those of us who are selling, hey, I don't have any money in this thing. Me, I'm a career. I didn't print it. He printed it and gave it to me. To sell at this price, he paid. He paid for the book. No, no, he okay. bought it. No, no, paid for it. No, brought it here. No, gave it to us no, to sell man. at this price. So, I mean, I went to school small, so, so I can do the division, the calculation. Then I said that there is a loss in each sale. So, so let's let's tell only small, small, and don't sell much. He said, no, 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 sell all. Let anybody at all have it. Why? He's not making money. It's not a business at all. It is, we are serving God. I said, we are serving. That's why you don't miss this chance to get these books. Oh, yeah. Don't miss this chance. Before we leave here, look, plan that by all means, I'm carrying one of these things away. Where again, where again will you get this book for 10 cities? 10 of them for 100 cities. 
10 of these books for 100 cities. And 50, you see, as the number increases, your benefit increases. Your profit increases as the number of books increase. Where again can you get 50 of these books for 500 cities? And, 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 and those who are coming from a poor background, they are saying that now that I'm here, this is my chance <laughs> to get something. I am here. This is, they say what every goat eats around so where I am tied I will eat here oh it's not true it's true and so they have come to the ministry coming to eat small amen amen but you see many of us don't recognize that few few people are able to buy cars where they work Few. That's why we are plenty here. Look at the cars outside. Few cars are outside. On a normal Sunday, in most churches, plenty people. How do they come? Troy and taxi and our buses. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And so to come to church. Expecting financial reward. That as I'm here, so for similar and I, and I and and you know and somehow there's a mind that as for church there's money there. I mean I've heard it before. Oh, plenty. There's times. money in their church. Yeah. So people have come to church believing there's money, expecting money. And looking for money. And that's one reason why they're still in church. God has money, I can take small. Yeah, and God is not wicked. You're not between When I beg you, forgive me. Your head like you forgive you. <laughs> no, they come to to expecting that I'll benefit here. But, but you see, few people, few people in their ordinary working place get the benefits they are looking for. When you go to schools where there are many teachers, how many cars do you see? Hmm. When you go to the hospital and you see many, many cars there, how many cars, how many nurses have cars? And let me tell you something. Even the doctors is car loan. It's car loan. Few of them have paid off their loans. Many, many young ones just go and borrow, get a car loan, and then they are paying on their name as doctors. Many people have worked for many years at a workplace 
and they have nothing. But when they come to church, they expect everything. It's a mistake. Amen. Amen. It's a mistake. I listen to me. It's a mistake. Number two. Many people who are in our churches, working in our churches, check their academic background. Check their academic background. You will find that many of the pastors and other people we meet around, very few are graduates. It means two things. It means number one, academics don't mean anything. Because God can anoint you in any place you come from. But it also means that if you are going to compare, are you listening? Are you listening? It also means that if you are going to compare yourself with somebody else, compare well. Compare well. So when you see a pastor who is working or is driving a car, and you see somebody, a professional, also driving a car. Before you compare, check all the facts. Because many of the pastors who are around don't have much education. And the truth is, if you are not in church, you will still not have a car. If you are not in church, you will still not have a car. So don't say that, oh, now I'm a pastor, I deserve a car. Now, I'm a senior pastor who, by the grace of God, God has blessed him with a car. I'm the assistant, me too, I deserve a car. The truth is, God can dash pastors' cars easily. When he does, it's a blessing. Receive it. But when it doesn't come, don't say, I'm number two man, I deserve a car. Charlie, bring car quickly. Let's share the money and then let's quickly save and buy another car for me too. If you were somewhere, you would not have a car. Amen. And that is the mistake many are making. That they are comparing with other things that are not the case. Hallelujah. Amen. Go and see your classmates. And check how many of them have cars. That's, that's the starting point. Your classmates are often your equals. And go and check those who have gone far and who have done work for many, many years. And see how many have got a lot of money. I want a big salary. A big salary. What degree do you have? What degree do you have? You have What's the salary? Is eight hundred cities? Five hundred cities. Yeah, Chiaoka eight hundred, not five hundred. 
Even 300. Even 300. Yeah, that's a wasi salary. No, So when you are getting something, take it like that. I didn't hear an amen. Amen. I didn't hear a loud amen. Amen. When you don't have a car, so you car, and you are taking trotro. Don't say I'm a pastor. No, 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 no. That's not the reason why you are working. Are taking Go and check your classmates. How many are driving Land Cruiser? Hey, tap your neighbor. How many of your classmates have Land Cruiser? Land Cruiser. Why are you looking at somebody's Land Cruiser and saying, "I want some"? Today, now she will be Land Cruiser also, baby. Because God. Dash your pastor a land cruiser. Me too. I want some. Tell something. Your head is not correct. So Tap the neighbor's head. Tap the head. Your head is not correct. Oh, please tap the head properly. Take your head. It's not correct. God has given your pastor a land cruiser. You too. You want one. It's not correct. I want one too. Which of your classmates has a even Elantra? Elantra. Oh, Matisse. They are taking Trotro when they are promoted and they take Uber. When their star is shining, they, they take uh, boats. Oh, what are you talking about? Amen. Amen. And so tell somebody, be content. I said, be content. It's not anointing that is what talk about at this age. It is your qualifications. It's your qualifications. That's for anointing there. If you are going there, it will change all the rules. And if we go there to the anointing line to press it, let me see your church size. Let me see your church size. And your church income to save your anointing. Me that I'm here, so for I'm not a headquarters. I am the branch of a branch. There was a branch in Kumasi. And that branch had a branch. And we are that branch. You are headquarters. Where is your headquarters? Tap your neighbor asking, where's your headquarters? Oh, please tap me, where's your headquarters? It's, it's not that at all. Everything, and you see, listen, many things there, they will come in season. And in humility. And in humility. That's why you must avoid this financial misunderstanding. Hallelujah. Amen. But the second one is more serious. Financial covetousness. It's called greed. It's called, I want money, I need money. There's money in the offering basket, give me some. One friend went to a certain church. And he said he was teaching them how to bring order in the church. One day, somebody took the offering basket. And when he held it, another man also held the other side. Hey! Hey! Over the money. Over the money. 
And in the end, they share the money there. Wow. Share the money there. Is that a church? Financial greed. Amen. We, listen, we did not come here because of money. I want to repeat it. We did not decide to become pastors as a profession for the salary. We didn't choose the church with the highest salary to work there. We went as God. Oh, it's not the case. Is that the case? Hey, you're not my enemy. Is that the case? We went as God sent us. So may God do to us what He wants. Amen. It's not that I'm going to go and demand conditions. And if poverty is your portion, why not? Why not? If God has sent you to a place where there's no money, wouldn't you go? Who should go there and save those souls? Who should go and be the pastor of poor people? Who should go and build a church where there's no money? Tell somebody where God sends me. I will go. It's not the money. It is obedience. Put your hands together. The ministry of the Lord is not the place to make money. As you come here, we have come ready for anything. Ready for anything. Are you listening? If God decides you be rich, so be it. If God say poor, so be it. Let God be God. Let God be God. Let him do what he wants. Let him lift up who he wants to lift up. And bring down who he wants to bring down. And let us all do the best we can. But we are here to serve God. I said we are here to serve God. I didn't hear an amen. Amen. I didn't hear an amen. Amen. That's why we are here. Let God do what he will do. Hallelujah. Amen. And God, he can do all things. One day I was talking to somebody who said he was suffering. And I said, do you know God? He said, oh yes, he knows God. Ask him again, do you know God? He said, yes. I said, listen to this. God, he killed his son. What are you? You are a servant. He can kill you too. More easily. Than his son. He killed his son. He allowed him to die. For a purpose. Why won't he allow you to die? For a purpose. You are not a son. You are even a stranger brought here. Tell us keep your cool. Take your time. Suffering. How can you be a house girl in a house? You say I'm suffering. 
I'm giving you roof, I've given you bed, I've given you food. You say I'm suffering. Tell somebody, hey. Say it well. Hey. You are suffering. You are a house girl. And you are suffering. Before you came here, where were you? In the village, where were you sleeping? Under straw roof. On the, on the grass floor. And you eat once a day. Here you have breakfast and lunch and dinner. Put your hands together for the Lord. Second Kings chapter 5. And verse 26. And the part B. Is it a time to receive money? Is it is this why we are here? Is that why we are sitting here? Is it a time to check cars who has the biggest car and to compare car? Is it a time to say that I've been here for three years, I have no car? It's time I is it a time to even think about cars? It's the time to think about souls. Too few of our churches are growing well, winning many souls. Too few, few are doing well with souls. It's not a time for money. It's a time for souls. Put your hands together. What was the first reason for disloyalty? The first reason. Oh, I cannot hear you. Erratic. Person. And the second reason. Financial reasons. And there are two of them. What's the first type? Financial misunderstanding. Financial misunderstanding. Based on what background? Poverty. Those who come from poor backgrounds. They are inclined to look for things. And the second reason, financial covetousness, based on what? Greed. Amen. Amen. And the third reason is maybe the one of the very common ones: missing God's direction. The third reason why we see disloyalty is that people who didn't understand what God was saying. Many people miss God's direction for their lives. Because of this, they end up in complicated situations. And they are often forced into disloyalty by their own mistakes. Every minister must know how to hear the voice of God. The leading of the spirit is crucial for successful ministry. Amen. Amen. One of the common, I'm, I'm closing in a few minutes, one of the common reasons, and I want us to pray on this one, is that people misuse and misapply the word of God for themselves. They 
begin to miss, uh, uh, say what, say something that God has said that He has not said. Amen. Mm. That is why they come and say that God has led me start my own church. Many who say that thing, God hasn't spoken to them. They have risen up on their own thoughts. They want to be like you. And so they use the name of God easily to be like you. Amen. Amen. God has not said why should you see just look at it very often when people are leaving and they are moving away they are causing destruction to the church. Let me tell you something. I plant churches. I send out people to start churches. People in my church leave one church to go to another church. It happens very often. But they are leaving. Does not weaken the church that was there. That's all. The leaving of one church to go to another church and start a new branch does not make what is left behind weaker or, or spots. But many will leave a church. They will say, God said. And as they leave, and they are going. The choir is gone. The rich men are gone. All the people of matter are gone. And what is left behind is weak and almost dying. And the pastor there, his heart is broken. And he must start again to build again until the next Orangu will come and spoil the church again. Yeah. Yeah. Many in living, they spoil the church that was there. That cannot be God's purpose. That is not God's plan that as I'm creating a new church, I'm spoiling the old one. Let it die. When it dies, then I'm going to do one. One minus one plus one equals one. Are you God is sending you? One plus one equals two. So come back, come should be increasing. Not, not spoiling one end. and oftentimes both spoil. And so The man who took two thousand nine hundred eighty-one members. In six months, he was dead. In six months, after he left that 3,000 church, in six months, he was there. What happened to all those 2,000 Scattered. Sports. Sports one big church to nothing. Don't, don't tell me God sent him. Why should God move you and then kill you in and there's no success and nothing, no structure. Don't tell me that. Amen. Amen. But we say God has said, God has said. You know something? 
Let me tell you something. Can I tell you something? Are they recording? They are recording. Let me tell you something. Oh, I'll say it, don't worry. People, many pastors think that those who are prophetic and those who are prophets they are close to God. Let me tell you something. It's the prophets who are most under pressure to lie. They are most under pressure to lie and to pretend and to do whoosh. Shilling. They've not seen anything. They've not seen anything. I see Motia. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. Dwarf. There because, is nothing there. Because you expect it from them. And when sometimes, I mean, pastors, you come to preach. Sometimes as you come there, your head is empty. Am I the only one? As I come to preach, you don't know what I come to say. What you are prepared to preach, you know it's not the one. Then when you come and stand here, you just share your quiet time, then you sit down, then you go home. But when you are a prophet, you can't come and sit down quietly like that. You are forced to see. You are forced to, pro- to prophesy. Prophesy. Nothing is coming. I see. I see something. You don't say anything. Don't see anything. But just to keep the people happy. I see something coming down. It's coming down. It's coming down. It's coming down. It's coming down. Liar. Amen. I said amen. Amen. And 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 those lying prophecies can take you out of your ministry. Let me you if you Can take you out of your church. Let me you if you Can take you out of your calling. Let me you if you free. Because he's being forced to say something he must say. He said members no more show I'm what can any cause work. And sometimes they they are forced to say something that they must say. And when he has talked and it's out of he has repeated the same thing. I see something. I see a new church. I see a new church. You, what, what, you, see, you didn't plan to say it. Now you can't go back. You have to continue in the mistake. And I see pastors, new pastors. Where are they from? They're from here. That's one their church. Amen. Amen. What God, you see, somebody once said something. If it is very important, God will tell you himself. If it is very important for your life and ministry, God will tell you himself. I won't trust a messenger to come and tell you that thing, then you leave out something. And so any life-changing decision you are going to take, make sure you hear from God yourself. Can I have an amen? Amen. amen. A louder amen. Amen. Make sure you do what you hear from God yourself. And if somebody tells you something, 
you must get confirmation from your 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 Christian leaders. Not, not your friends. As a rule, your friends are as foolish as you are. As a rule. Same level. So you can say they are as wise as you are. No wiser. Or as foolish as you are. Not more foolish. What you don't know, they don't know. You must go to your spiritual fathers for confirmation. You have no father. It's another problem. It's another problem. Hallelujah. Amen. Put your hands together. I'm closing. It's not by anointing that many things are done. But it's by structures in, in churches, by structures and by things done properly. Amen. Amen. It's not that because I'm anointed. Anointing is good. But you can be anointed to assist. Amen. Amen. You can be anointed, very anointed, to assist. Being, being anointed doesn't mean you must leave and go and start your own church. Otherwise, every pastor has no anointed person around him again. That's not how it is. That's not how it is. But being anointed means that I am set by God in a certain place to do a certain work for God. May that be your portion. Amen. That you are anointed Amen. by God Amen. to do a certain work. Amen. May that be your portion. Amen. That you will rise up Amen. and be the man for the season Amen. where God has set you. Amen. And may you have people around you so, who believe in you, who believe in you, who love you, who trust you, and who you, to you love them, and you are doing your best for them, and you are also fighting for them, and you are praying for them, that they will do well, and that you, and the children God has given you all do well and from today may God give us solid churches solid churches stable churches churches that are lasting long that will do right may there be no wrong with your church amen May God cast out all orangus. Amen. May God deal with them. Amen. May God discipline them. Amen. May God change their minds. Amen. May God turn them around. Amen. May there be no evil person around you. Amen. No devil. Amen. No devil. Amen. No devil. Amen. But loving supporters. Amen. Faithful children. Amen. Clear people who love you. Amen. May that be your portion. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Put your hands together. Awesome. Just pray for one minute for yourself. Just one minute. Just one minute. Father, help me. Help me to do the best I can with the calling I have. Oh God, help me. Let it be my calling. And I'll fulfill it. Let me have my walk with you. Let me be the, the good the, the, the work the good workman. In the name of Jesus.
in the name of Jesus. Lord, let there be a change. Let there be a change in my calling, in my life, in my ministry. That I'll fulfill it. I'll fulfill it. I'll fulfill it. I'll fulfill it. Just pray for one minute for yourself. Lord, make me a success by your standards. Make me a success by your standards. Let me do well. Let me do well. Let me do well. Rabada, Kiriba Sanda Katea, Rebanda Castilia Nere, Rabunda Katilia Nere, Rebayanda Nakasaya, Rabunda Katilia Nere, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Hallelujah, Amen, Hallelujah, Amen. I pray that this conference marks the beginning. Of a new season. Amen. In many churches. Yes, Lord. In Kumasi. Yes, Lord. Some are not even here this morning. But may the word get to them. Some are yet to come. But the word is for a place. And for a season. And this is the place. And this is the season. So it's a word for us. And for some of you, for those around you. And for some of you, it's for to change an environment where you are the only one who has this message of loyalty. And God didn't come to save just a few. He came to save a nation. Nations. He didn't send just a few. He sends large numbers. Everyone. And so this this today and this season let us start a culture are you, are you listening to me let us start a culture of loyalty some of your friends don't know have no idea what we are talking about when you start talking to them guide them and be bold to tell them what is the right thing to do? Mm. Yeah. And, and some are not here. Been so in here. But they should have been here. So For some reason, Satan has kept them away. So that things will remain as they are. If I were you, I would go and prompt all my friends. Listen, you are missing something. Let me, let me tell you something. This morning's message about one of you is a devil. I can almost predict you will never hear it anywhere else. I can I can almost I don't want to swear, we're in the house of God. But I can almost tell you you will never hear this message anywhere else. And and you can't preach it as I just did. And when you go and tell your friend. You are a devil that will curse you back. Because you can't explain as I did. And, and there are many churches. I, I believe that God has clearly planted churches in this city. That should be much bigger than they are. But they just keep breaking and breaking. And every orango, every devil, he does two things. He will destroy the place where he is. 
and he will destroy himself. That is why when they split, after a while they disappear. I was 50. I lost 20 members. After two, three, four months, where are those 20? They are scattered. If they have stayed with you, they'll be 60. But having gone, they are lost and you are weakened. Many churches in this city are malnourished. They, 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 are, they are poorly, they are doing very poorly. Not because they are not capable. As for the anointing, I have met many young men. I can smell anointing on them. And, and some are even more serious at their age than I was. And, and some are beginning younger than I began. So they can do better than I did. And they can go further than I did. But they are not able to go past the beginning of starting churches. I began my church from my living room. My first church service, there, there were two adults. What was my wife? And the second was her sister. That was my church. And my children, my children. One was six years old. One was four years old. One was three months. That was my church. But because we began on a foundation of loyalty. No, 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 don't clap, don't clap. I, I could sit in Tamale and plant a church in Boku. If you know geography, I could sit in my chair and plant churches everywhere. And they will bring their money, they will collect their money and I will collect it. Because it was a church built on a solid foundation. I, I was privileged that my father brought me up well. Oh, yeah. I was privileged that we were, I was taught directly by the prophet himself. So, so his words are life and spirit. That's why we are trying to reproduce what we also had. And we are praying that we have the same spirit to pass it on. Yeah. yeah, but but our churches so, yeah, should no. do much better. And the reason is the the breaking of our churches, the leaving of our of our assistants and people working out on you. You have uh, instrumentalists and you are paying them to come and play every Sunday. And you have people who you don't pay them; they won't come. How, how can you grow a church when you are paying all the workers there? And, and, it's, and you are afraid not to pay them. Because they will just walk out of it. And they will leave you. Oh yes. If I don't pay a C. They will leave you. Do you know why? 
They are ignorant. They didn't know that working for God is not like that. To them, it's a work. I play, I collect money. That's how it is. Not knowing that working for God is different. Hallelujah. Amen. There's so much, there's so much that needs to be said to so many other people. And and this morning, so few of us have come. And those who may actually need it somehow didn't come. I want to ask you something. I want to ask you two things. Number one, tomorrow, let's be here early to start and have enough time to do what God has marked for us to do. Today at 10 o'clock, we couldn't even start. We had to, tomorrow we'll start, we'll start, we'll do something. Earlier, and you see, it is like, oh, start and then those who have not come. No, no, no. It's for them. That's why we are here. It's for them. It's not that I came to just talk, I have things to say. No, no, no. I'm saying to somebody, I'm not just, I have a church. I can preach in my church every Sunday. My church is bigger than this. Oh, my church is bigger than, look at the church you are sitting in. No, this church is, this is, this is my safe Where's my safe? This is my young people's church. This is not my church. I can preach in my church without having to go anywhere. But it is a message for some people who are outside. Who are outside. They will never hear this anywhere. Nobody will tell you that you have a devil around you. They'll say, that, oh, do your best. Keep that. No, 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 no. And in coming tomorrow, Bring, you bring somebody who must hear this thing. Bring somebody who you you must hear this. Oh, I'm busy. I'm going somewhere. Tell them, cancel your plan. Cancel your plan. Look, if your father died today, tomorrow you are going to your, your hometown. No matter where you work. Tomorrow, you're going to your hometown. No matter where you work, Bank of Ghana, Bank of America, Bank of London, Bank of Asia. Master, boss, I can't come. I must go. And you will go. Because to you, it is important. I am making a case that what we are sharing here, you will not get it anywhere else. And, and the book, you can buy it. Until somebody opens it for you, you will read it and say, oh, it's good. It's not good. It's not good. It's a life changer. It's not good. It's not I have one load to 100 cities. You have one load to $10 million. That's what the book is. You can't compare 100 cities and $10 million. $10 million, you can stop working. Go and sit down and eat and just until you die. Wow. $10 million. Oh, you can't. You can't. You can't. In Ghana. Yes. Oh, I'm a calculator. How much $10 million? This time, 170,000 million cities. That's 130 million. Million cities. You can't eat small, small. You can't. You can't eat. You can't. You can't. Unless you are foolish and you waste the money. That one is a disease. 
I want to ask you to do two things. Tomorrow, let's come on time. How many cannot come tomorrow? I can't come. We don't lie in church. Speak the truth. So I know, I know you won't come tomorrow. How many can't come tomorrow? Please give me a wave. Oh, you cannot come. You cannot come. Tomorrow morning, one person can't come. Who else cannot come tomorrow? I have an assignment somewhere. I'm going to London. I have a job contract in Belgium. I'm leaving to Accra this evening to catch the flight tomorrow morning to Germany. You can't come. How many can come tomorrow morning? You can come. You can Listen come. Listen to me about Let us be here. Force and be here. That we are here on time. And to bring somebody. Because somebody will never hear this thing. And he will live his whole life struggling against uh, Orangu, not knowing that they also don't know. They are also ignorant and they are doing their things ignorantly. I mean, Bathsheba went with his face to ask Solomon, bring me Abishag. She took her face happily. Please, my son, don't say no. If he had lost the throne, she too, she would die. But she didn't know. I want us to really force. And this evening, we are continuing. It's almost three, so we'll push it from four. We'll push it back to five or 5.30 thereabouts for this evening because of how we have pushed everything back. And so those of us who want to take a break, want to go and eat something, we are pushed to 5.30. We're going to start and then really run with it. This evening at 5.30, our bishop, Bishop Eddie Fabian, is going to be sharing with us a very one of the fantastic books of of I mean the book he's taking us into is it is a must not miss because that book is a problem we have in Kumasi. Shatter the title of the book. Come 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 this evening. It's, he is addressing a problem specifically here in Kumasi. And he's also a prophet. Yeah. So he has both the, the word power and the inside power of God at work to, 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 to address a problem. Listen, this, this meeting, you don't know how I've struggled to do this meeting for three years. Uh, last year, we couldn't do it. Every time you plan it, something will happen. Last year, three times, I was about to do it. Then something happened. It was canceled. It was cancelled. It was cancelled. Then someone told me, hey, if you don't do it, then you never do it. No matter what. Because sometimes you are being stopped from building something. And I said, God has laid it on my father's heart to help churches. It's on my heart too. To help churches. As many as I can in, in this. Me, mind is Kumasi. I don't have any heart for Bangafo. Bangafo. To be, I ask you honestly with you, I don't know Bangafo. Tamale, yes. Bangafo, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I can't lie to you. I don't have any feelings for Bangafo. Tamale, I have feelings for them. Yes, I can. If they call me Tamale now, I'll go. Bangafo, I'll think about it. Kumasi is my home. I've been here 12 years now. It's my home. It's my adopted home. Yeah, it's my adopted home. And I'm not going again. Except my father sent me. <laughs> Except I'm sent. Now and I'm gone. I will not hesitate. If they say go, oh, you think I don't like Kumasi? If they say go, there I'm gone that same day. I'll pack my things and go. Yeah. God has 
planted churches in Kumasi that should be bigger and healthier than they are. But many are malnourished, have seen orangus, have seen so many troubles breaking them up. And you know them. And you can see it happening. And they are confused. They don't know what to do. And the answer is right on their doorstep. But somehow, we are not connecting. No, 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 no. From this year, we are connecting. Oh, yeah. And I've told my people, from here, I'm going to other churches. I'm going to churches by invitation to tell the same message. I'm going to your house. Maybe you can't, you can only bring, you can only come with one or two people. Ah, when I come to your house, they will all hear it. And the devil who is there, he also hears it. Yeah. There's a devil there. Oh. There's a devil there. I know. Why? Jesus said it. Yeah. And when I come there, I'm coming with disinfectants to spread the atmosphere. Put your hands together this time. Father, thank you so very much for this session. As we break, Lord, let these words be seeds planted in our hearts, in our minds. Let the water of the Spirit water it. Let what is relevant to us remain. Let it be germinating in our hearts. Let our spirits brood over those realities that will lead us to a peculiar rest for our churches and cause every church here, oh God, in this gathering to flourish. I pray for a new season of growth. I pray for a new season of stability. I pray for a time that wrongism or, or disloyalty will fade from our churches. I pray for a father like mine that others will have and will find. I pray for a father who's loving and gentle and caring and capable. I pray for that man to be sent and to find the children and the children find their father. And Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you so very, very much for the great blessings that we have. Let your hand be upon everyone here. Lift your hand this morning, this afternoon. Let every upraised hand meet an angelic hand to impart strength. Let every upraised hand meet a Holy Ghost hand to impart spirits. Let there be a correcting of our ministries right here, right now, in the name of Jesus. Let there be a move away from small churches to growing churches, flourishing churches, prosperous churches. Let nothing we have been given to do be impossible. And Lord, let favor, huh? that's the word I hear, favor. Let favor begin to touch your pastors in this city. Favor before their members. Favor before their communities. Let there be a favor that will no longer be seen as small, insignificant, unknown churches, but growing, prominent, established churches. Let that be our portion. Thank you, thank you, thank you so very much. In Jesus' name. And all the saints said, Amen.